What's going on guys? My name is Alden Nero and welcome to episode 99 of the Midnight Hour. I'm joined today by my friend Kieran. Hello guys. He does things. He's like a fucking... A thing doer. Yeah, he's a thing doer. Mm. He's a thing doer, he's a musician, a movie director, an editor, a photographer, a videographer, gamer, Retard. beer drinker, <laughs> retard. And let me tell you. You're about to listen to almost three hours of us talk, and I think it's a fair reflection on the podcast as a whole, in the sense that it goes from being a legitimately hilarious discussion. Yes. You would say the first hour of this... Yeah, it's sober. It's, oh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely sober, it's funny, uh, and it goes downhill from there. So, you know, if you're not a conservative Christian, <laughs> strap yourself in and listen to uh what's about to fall before you because this is a podcast special it's episode 99 there's a jay-z reference there ah. if you're having podcast problems yeah mm. but the pitch ain't one <laughs> <laughs> enjoy can stop me. The popularity of planking has generated a backlash. Wow. Have you ever read a worse sentence? <laughs> <laughs> Some people object to the more ridiculous photos that have circulated, such as a girl planking with her head in a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> or a woman planking on a stripper pole. Also, planking in dangerous places has resulted in many injuries and at least one death. Actually, the story about the death with planking is really unfair because there was a Reddit post about it and it was like really sad Yeah. that they were planking and then because of an incident completely unrelated to planking this girl fell off a cliff and died Jeez. and the Daily Mail were like planking causes death it's Which, the Daily Mail yeah I know it's a fucking disgrace though it's a shit show yeah that's what happens with shit like that is some something goes viral people have like different images of it they go online and then the Daily Mail or Fox or whatever um, take those images and say, look what these idiots are yeah. doing. This is a new craze. It's fucking retarded. It's taken viral to the next level. Yeah, it's yeah. it's like taking viral and spreading it, making it airborne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think viral things are actually airborne anyway, but you know what I mean? It takes it off the internet and puts it into reality where it doesn't actually belong. But um, 
fucking planking. What an absolute fucking disgrace. It's a disgrace. What's your favourite meme? My favourite meme is... You see, I'm still not too sure. I'm kind of... I'm caught in the middle of a few. Do you want, like... Do you want to look at some memes? Yes, let's look at some memes. <laughs> Bad Luck Brian is, like... It's probably... Yeah, I think that is my favourite. Because it's just... There's so many good ones. <laughs> Wishes for change in his life at a wishing well falls into the wishing well. <laughs> and that's not even one of the good ones. Doesn't believe in vaccines, first one to die. Some of, like, what I hate is when people bastardize it mm. and they completely lose the point of why it's yeah, supposed to be yeah. a meme in the first place that always happens. You but. see, there was probably people, you'd be sure, sitting in their bedrooms just fucking churning these things out. <laughs> Look at that. Gets beaten up and has his lunch money stolen. Home's <laughs> 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 Just his dad kicking the shit out of him. But as well, on the other end of the spectrum, it's like that photo was taken in his house. You know, yeah. like, and, and they made a yearbook for him. Yeah. <laughs> it's just him and his family. Like. He's apparently a really, like, sound guy in real life. And, like, look at him. He's like, a legend. There's some, there's some story about him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> his friend thought that that picture looked funny and posted it on the internet. And then that's <laughs> what a shit. That's why I do be terrified when people walk into like my mom and dad's house because there's pictures of me on the wall with no teeth. Really? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I'm so blessed. And I used to have a bird mark on my lip, so it's like she hide the photos of anything's coming <laughs> over. Yeah. Was it like cleft lip or just? No, it was just like fucking just a, like a, a bubble, like a bird mark. Ah, uh, right. Yeah. yeah. Never seen it. You were born with that mustache, though. Look, I was. So. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> no one's ever noticed it. Um, yeah, I'm so blessed. There's no pictures of me as a kid. Mm. Well, there's like, I think... You are blessed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Your family must love you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I was adopted. You probably were. <laughs> nah, I think I was congened in a gutter somewhere at age eight. That could be. <laughs> I have no memories prior to that. <laughs> I was just brought into existence. Yeah, Jesus. Um, do you remember the Harlem Shake? I do remember how. Can you explain that as a music fan? I don't understand why it's a thing. I get, like, I remember the video and it's like, you just, people, they sit there and it's like, tick tock, tick tock. Yeah, it's like the mannequin challenge meets, like, you know, you stand there doing nothing and then then it drops drops, and then you just go fucking nuts. Yeah, I remember one in particular. Now, I I hated the Harlem Shake. Mm. Hated. But there was one, (laughs) there was one in particular that I actually loved. It's terrible now, but there was a, the two guys just like in a toilet and there was one lying on the ground one of them was standing on top of the toilet with his ass to the other guy lying on the ground and when it drops he just shits all oh, over him and the guy's just lying on the ground is just getting sick <laughs> but the guy that shits on him is just still dancing on top of the toilet and he's just like <laughs> it's fucking comedy gold that was like I think that was the end of the Harlem Shake after that video it was like alright it's been done <laughs> Do you know what I think? <laughs> How do you agree to? Do you know what we'll do? We'll yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. It was just two guys being like, "We're gonna go above this." Oh man! When people take a viral trend too far, it's the fucking most disgusting thing. Yeah. I remember what was the neck nomination. Oh Jesus! There's yeah. a lot of them were sick. Yeah. There's a friend of ours had uh, cat food in his. Keen. Yeah. Yes. But you remember right. the really good? What I really liked about his was that I. Can you remember specifically what he had? He had like milk and fucking. It was beer, vodka, Hennessy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but when he was like, and I'm not nominating anyone because this is shit. Stop nominating. And the next. 
and then he puts cat food and and then necks it. Yeah, the neck nomination for anyone who's not know, alive <laughs> for anyone who's under five years old yeah. was when you got. Um, and thanks for tuning in. Yeah. <laughs> How independent of your kids these days? Yeah, yeah. Um, you just click. Yeah, what? So you got people were like, you have to do this thing. Uh, I I want you. I'm nominating you to drink some shit or yeah. whatever. And you had to like make a really creative drink. That it started was, off with beer. It was neck a pint, and then you know go about your day. It was like neck nomination. I did you nominate, do one? No, no, God no. You can neck a pint though. I can very quickly. Like yeah. you can drink anything. But that's that's why there was no point in me doing it because like yeah, I think the cheap. video had to be over ten seconds. Oh, did it? No, I don't like. I've seen you. Dr- I've seen you drink a pint of Guinness in four seconds. Yeah, yeah it's pretty. Sweet. Yeah, it's pretty disgusting. Yeah, so it started out with beer, and then these what? What would you call them? Fucking idiots. <laughs> that. I I would call them hashtag lads. Yeah, hashtag lads. I, yeah. I think that's the ultimate. Like decided to start necking pints of whiskey. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, yeah, and I've seen videos on Facebook. I seen this one lad neck a bottle of Jack Daniels. Jesus, is that a uh, catfish, your man? That does the. Oh, it might well be. No, I think this was an Australian lad. All right, okay, yeah. Um, either way, what the fuck are you doing with your yeah. life? There's this guy. He's like a little pit bull. He's like not a blade of hair on his body, and he's a real hick American. But he's very funny. His name's Catfish Cooley. Check him out. He's really funny. But um, he. <laughs> He necks like I don't know a bottle of whiskey and does a backflip, and he's like the last man on earth that should be able to do a backflip. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, oh shit, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I'm looking at him now. <laughs> yeah, he can backflip. Check him out. He's so funny. That's mad. Mm. Yeah. What? Um, if you drank a bottle of Jack Daniels, yes, it would be the end of you. I'd it? say so. Yeah. It and it has been the end of a few people. <laughs> Fortunately, yeah. if you're stupid enough to do it, you're, you know. Yeah. You should accept the consequences. It's mad. And I remember like watching the video because he specifically like peeled the seal off. And by the time he was actually finished drinking, he um they were out on some coastal area or they're like on a not a beach, like a rocky beach maybe. Yeah. And by the time he had finished the drink and put the bottle down, he literally could not stand God. it properly. Yeah. <laughs> like that's mad. That is crazy. That'll but that like that'll literally kill you, won't it? Mm. Like, and make sure at the end of this video you stay watching because um L is gonna down a bottle of uh, <laughs> Jack Daniels to see how long he can stand up for. I, I have uh how much would you say is left in this bottle of beer? About a fifth? Yes, or a quarter, yeah. I yeah. couldn't even down that. Could like, you not? No, my I'm not built for Even if you got nominated. <laughs> well, hold on. <laughs> Where's the if, if my position in the peer pressure hierarchy is under threat, you gotta do. I it. will do what I have to do. Yeah, but uh, no, I have like um, uh, a, a really, really, really powerful gag reflex. Really? Yeah. Um, I can't. I even... love that. <laughs> <laughs> I just think people getting sick are the funniest thing ever. Like, yeah, that's really weird. Cause I remember when we were in school. <laughs> in oh, I was such a weirdo. In... <laughs> Still am. Still am. <laughs> if if there was such a thing as vomit humor, I, was, I would yeah. call you a comedian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just always pretending to get sick. Right? Yeah. I, I remember um, there was this like this was like a meme almost that went around our class. Are you getting sick in English? And I was like, what other <laughs> fucking language would I do? <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. and 
the whoever the, whoever asked was like nowhere near our social circle. So mm-hmm. for this person to be talking so to me, cool, like, you, no, yeah, yeah obviously because yeah. we, we <laughs> ran that we place. Were yeah. Amazing, yeah. Do you remember the the blazers we used to wear just to stand out for how cool we were? Yeah, yeah. Of course. Jeez. Um, it's because our parents had double barrel second names and we had so much money we were just so superior to everyone exactly. um, that's how it works yeah Yeah. How um, you were always <laughs> picked first in gym and I was always picked second and just yeah yeah that's how it that's was it. it was always the way but um, anyway <laughs> this fucking scrub asked me was I getting sick in English and I said oh, sorry what uh, yeah, everyone's getting sick in English because we had double English, and apparently that was something we didn't want to do. <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, you and Darren <laughs> just got sick. There you go. Really weird. How do you really even... weird? It was packets of refreshers, wasn't it? The yeah, I, but you see, I can. Wait, what, what way do I put? Yeah, I can just basically get sick whenever I want. Yeah, it's really. I don't weird. have to like put my fingers down my throat. I could just sit here now and get sick all over you if I wanted to. <laughs> It's really like it's a defense mechanism. I think it's, <laughs> it's evolution, man. You know, I just still have it. Is that why you got sick all over Vicky in prom? That's exactly <laughs> why. And I did go to a prom with a girl named Vicky. Did you actually? Yeah, did. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, Vicky? Who? You don't have to say. She's it. the same second name. Vicky, Vicky. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh shit! I know who you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You went to Deb's with her. I did. Yeah. Did you get sick and on her? No. Thank God, but I did get knocked out by a scumbag. I didn't get knocked out, he punched me. Yeah. Because he thought I was somebody else. <laughs> it was a good day. Jesus, man. If, um, if, if, I, I often think about like viral trends now, there's stuff like planking and milking and Harlem shake. And it's all, it's like, it's, it's contrived fun, but it's ultimately harmless. Yeah, of course. Um, if, if, well, we, yeah. It should be harmless. Yeah, exactly. It, it's it's in its nature, it's harmless. Yeah, yeah. The Nick nomination shit wasn't harmless. No. Um, and we actually got on to talking about that because I was going to say, did you ever see the video of the Nick nomination where a guy took a shit into a pint <laughs> and that guy downed it? Ah. Yeah. Now, I suspect foul play here. Absolutely. Foul being the operative word. But, <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Did he know he was. Uh, yeah that yeah. was his whole thing was that I'll do any he was like from Newcastle so I obviously can't do that accent craved like attention and popularity and well he, the dude was like 50 years old I think holy shit yeah so he what was, was he doing in school <laughs> <laughs> what was he doing on Facebook <laughs> I don't know was the next nomination limited to school no I know a guy uh, a friend of mine um, Oaklefish was one of the first people to put a neck nomination on YouTube as well I think Mm. And he was—he would have been past school at the time, I'd say. I used the term friend in very loose terms there. But it was a school thing in the sense that a lot of the kids, as such, I'll call them, that were doing it were 16, 17 years old, right? Uh, That's why the thing became such a... Like yeah. Everybody was complaining about it. Kid, kids from the country in Ireland, though, would do that no bother. Absolutely. That's like Wednesday night, you know? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I've seen a... Um, I've seen a... You know on WhatsApp when you're in a group with the lads, the hashtag lads? Yes. And, uh, of course. They're always sharing pictures of like big black dick because that's funny and hilarious no matter how many times you can i'll tell you how much of a fucking nerd i am like i am the buzzkill of my group i'm just gonna (laughs) share a a post that i made in my lads group today um wait till i find it so one of the lads put in a picture and this is actually one of the few times i've laughed it's a snapchat image and it says just put the tree up and there's a lovely picture of a Christmas tree that you're drawn to first and then also in the picture it's like a 55 inch screen of porn <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. 
So I, I was in work at the time and people look at my phone. And so when that happens, you get very angry, which is the whole point of the fucking thing. Mm. And I said, how many variations of genitalia on your screen can there be before this weird lad banter trope dies? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody acknowledged. Of course not. Someone probably just sent in a picture of a cock. Yeah, no, it's two two really big, huge black women and their tits. But, WhatsApp um, is becoming it's it's social media, really, isn't it? Yeah, and and the interesting thing about uh, social media is that I find, and you would actually probably notice this as well, um, being a human, <laughs> um, they all have different sets of what's acceptable and what isn't. And on Twitter, everyone talks about their anxiety and their depression, like their actual mm. real problems, but they put them in a joke. So it's like. Haha, <laughs> remember that time I tried to kill myself? Haha, <laughs> but like they're actually being serious. Yeah. And Facebook is all about saying, like, well, I got popcorn stuck in my tooth or whatever. And yeah, yeah. Shit. And uh, WhatsApp is where the lads hang out and share pictures of tranny porn. It and, is. Uh, that's pretty much the joke. Yeah. And you're supposed to sort of get behind that. Um, that's kind of a meme in itself. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Catching definitely. the lads out. And uh, one of the ones I noticed that happens all the time as well that's really fucking annoying is it'll be this video where it's like can't believe this happened and it's like any innocuous event designed to make you interact with the video in a way that you're interested so like it sets Mm. the scene really well like i saw one the other day that was um someone had two uh sheets of ice and they threw them off a dam and it falls and the thing said the sound of the glacial echo right. and that like just that phrase sound of the glacial echo right if there was an album called that I'd yeah, buy it even if it was by Coldplay yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. a great fucking term <laughs> and uh, like um, anyway obviously the thing starts to fall and then all of a sudden you hear a girl moaning in pleasure yes. and that's the joke <laughs> and you turn it up to be like oh what does that sound like and all you get in your ear the you amount can... of times I've been caught out by that oh it's fucking oh man I, like I, I actually I'm laughing now because I can see the funny side of yeah, it yeah yeah but when it happens to me I guess, it's horrible yeah you get so anxious it's like oh god yeah. veins sticking out of your head like ah oh, fuck yeah. this yeah it's... do you know what I love I love the people that overly, overly like try to compensate for what just happened so if you're sitting on a train that happens <laughs> they like they look at nearly everybody within two seconds they like yeah. make eye contact with everybody and make that face yeah. they're like <laughs> 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 I had a I have a great example of that. I was on the forty the forty one N, which is the uh, the night bus that goes from uh, Dublin back to Swords, and mm-hmm. uh, there's a fight on the forty one N. Like every time, it's kind of it's in the contract, I think, isn't it? You yeah, have, it is. You yeah. pay extra to, to see fight. a fight. Yeah, yeah. Um, or two fight. Yeah. It's weird. Like Swords is like not really that rough of an area, but it's the fucking guns that come into it. <laughs> I'm fucking telling you, yeah. a big busload of actors just pulls up. <laughs> Outside the right venue, every Friday and Saturday, I won't mention the places where they're coming from, but it rhymes with like Harmbrell <laughs> and like Pulak. <laughs> no offense, like they're not all. It's back, not Clanchard's town. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I I uh, I was on this bus at like half two, and like no one was going to the right venue at this time. Like everyone's gone yeah. home, and uh, this bloke's phone just starts going like ah oh, oh. and he fucking puts it up to his ear and goes did you change my ringtone to that you cunt and I was like that guy yeah, that guy's yeah, yeah. clued in obviously everyone on the bus didn't buy it and they fucking saturated him for it saturated saturated really yeah, yeah. they all covered him in water hot warm ejaculate yeah saturated <laughs> yeah so um 
that was a that's a thing but yeah that that like that's a viral trend that doesn't get pushed to the forefront of like what's what's happening on the web right now yeah. you're not gonna see fox news like oh, woman moaning that's a new, <laughs> that's a woman new moaning takes over the bus yeah, yeah. <laughs> the 41n will never be the same there's a movie about it yeah <laughs> seth rogan yeah. comes out of yeah, retirement yeah, yeah, yeah. all right yeah. <laughs> i feel i've been called back to the mainstream yeah. but uh yeah it's uh it's a fucking weird landscape of virality at the moment and virality um, yeah i like mm, it made it up <laughs> definitely inaccurate virality virality yeah, that's a good one um jesus how did we get on to that uh, i don't know but um, what I was going to say about, uh, so there was the guy shitting in the glass. Yes. Obviously, that doesn't need to be explained. What other, is there any other viral thing you can think of that was just... Sick or just normal? <laughs> either. <laughs> either. Either, it's fine. Yeah, AIDS, that really caught on there in the 80s, didn't it? Like, it that did. That was a good viral was, trend. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jesus, there goes... Uh, so we've already done AIDS. <laughs> Vomiting, eating shit. Do you know? I'm porn. When you uh, when you upload a video to YouTube, they there's software that goes into it and they look at what you're talking about and they decide yeah. whether or not it's appropriate for advertisers. Yeah. Do you think this is kind of? <laughs> there's probably nobody listening to this right yeah. now. In in like we're just talking to ourselves. Oh man, I just realised. Thank God. It's like, did I press record? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, then we would have to do it again for nobody. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we would have had that the same conversation twice for zero. Yeah. But you see, luckily we have it all scripted. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I every script, word. I script every single thing that yeah. I do. Yeah. Um. One of my favorite things about memes, and when I, when I say favorite, I mean least favorite, is when uh, a, th- a thing goes viral and it's like, say, not the neck nominations. That's kind of a bad example. But say planking or something. Mm-hmm. And then when the media gets hold of it and they're like, oh, a person dies from planking, even though that didn't happen. And then, like, your mother or your boss in work or some dickhead that you work with is like, oh, the kids these days are just interested in planking. They're not interested in reading like <laughs> yeah. I was back in the day. It's The world has gone mad in a sense, really, hasn't it? But it's, it's all on the, the interweb. The interweb, yeah. I, I kind of feel in a way that, like, the, um, the, the world's always been mad. Parents have always been really out of touch. But like that gap of how out of touch they are now is is expanding all the time. Yeah. Because it's got words like planking added in. Yeah. Do you know recently I've been like I used to be in my own mind very confident that I could like fix anything technology related because I did certain set of skills that were relevant to me and if something was mentioned in that particular skill set I could fix it. Mm. Like oh well I know how to use MP3 players because they were all like very similar in their ways yeah now it's just so broad yeah it's like everything is different it's like there's no like it's like iPhone Samsung blah 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 you're like remember the days of a mobile phone you could just set and change your ringtone no I'll do you one better do you remember the days when your mother was trying to set up the VCR and you just got the scart lead yeah and she was like Kieran, how do you think? You're a genius. <laughs> you just, <laughs> you just got you just, oh got it man you just got the scart lead yeah. put it in one but end that's what I'm saying now that I'm like it's the same thing. I'm starting to turn into my mother and father in that sense because technology is moving on so far. I think uh, that's my biggest fear. Um, I have this kind of theory about Irish mm. mammies. 
I don't know if it's specific to Ireland because I've seen some sort of. <laughs> Sorry, can I get this fucking catfish coolie guy off <laughs> my screen? <laughs> Looking at pictures of this topless large man, um, yeah. who but, can backflip? Yeah, who can backflip after mm-hmm. doing a, a bottle of whiskey? Bottle of whiskey. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, yeah. Irish, Irish man. Yeah. Right. So this this is a real thing. Um, when you become a mother, uh, basically everything that happens from the year that you were born up until the year that you give birth to the baby that's the only important part of the history of the planet mm. a- anything either side of that just doesn't matter it doesn't count it is <laughs> irrelevant S- especially the stuff that's happened since you've been born yeah um so you'll, you'll be having these like discussions that you think are discussions but your your mother is actually talking about a completely fucking different topic okay and like she'll make an argument where there really isn't one yeah, yeah <laughs> and, yeah. and you'll be saying like oh, i went to see drake two nights ago ma'am and it was fucking deadly mm. like hold on what what's drake who's, who's drake now? Yeah, who's he? yeah. uh he's like a he, he's like a singer slash rapper so like he, he you know he, he can he can do the gangster rap thing like he'll he'll rap about a guy he doesn't like and he'll fucking murder him with lyrics but also he's like a real sensitive soulful singer mm. oh is he like bowie no he's not like <laughs> bowie uh bowie's very good Yes, Bowie is very good. Very good. However, irrelevant to this conversation. Drake, though, the other night. <laughs> so, Drake, anyway, I was at that all, oh, but Bowie was great, though. Ah, come on. Yeah, Bowie yeah. was great. Yes, I know. <laughs> that is irrefutable. And then it kind of sometimes goes on to, why can't, what's going on these days with rapping and all that? It's like, <laughs> yeah. hang on a minute. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I will say my mother is actually great and um, I agree my mother or your mother <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, she I, she said to me one day like oh, the, the world is so violent now and I was like alright this is my hold on that was the sound of my knuckles cracking yeah. I was like hold on is it <laughs> yeah hang on like get me soon what, what do you, yeah. what, do you what, what evidence are you going by there and she's like oh it's just you see it in the papers every day violence everywhere and I'm like yeah and it's about a fraction of what it was when you were growing up that's absolutely true it just wasn't yeah covered it just wasn't reported and she's like ah no back in my day you could leave your house door open and I'm like that's because they'd fuck all to rob <laughs> they were all her it was like oh what are you gonna go in and rob a pot of coddle they like, all had 15 like, brothers and sisters yeah, there was like, nothing left in that. that's what I'm saying like now you go in you get like a computer you know microphones <laughs> TVs back then you were just like you'd have to try to get a radio off the wall <laughs> yeah. that didn't work you know do you remember car radios people stealing CD players that's right, cars yeah. and stuff fucking hell man but like and, and my mum is like ah no and I'm like I regularly leave my house door open. I live in a fucking super nice estate. Like, yeah. there's not. We leave our wheelie bins out the front. No one burns them down. There was none of that in River Valley. I tell you that. No, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm from the ghetto of swords originally, mm. but um. So then she's like, ah, but it, but it's a much sicker world, and I'm like, okay, evidence to support that, please. And she's like, ah, well, there's people abducting kids way more now, and I'm like, oh, did, did you see that thing in the paper there about the nuns killing? the newborn babies of unmarried like fucking teenagers and they no. they burnt like they fucking they killed babies round by trees and then they buried the corpses of the little babies in like next to fucking covenant or whatever in the in the west of Ireland and uh, you see that I can understand but why do it in the west of Ireland <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> I was with you up to that point. Like, that's why would you be going out to Mayo? Yeah, like, just do it here. Do it, you know. No, sorry, that's yeah. awful. No, but like, and 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 she's like, oh well, point taken. And I'm like, 
Good. Yeah. <laughs> the next time you'll fucking think about and then it. And stop leaving the fucking door open. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that Where TV cost a fortune. Does your mum do any... My mum is honestly, honestly the patron saint of Ireland. Your mum is an angel. She, I have to <laughs> I, say I, she I can is. Testify Everybody does say, oh, well, my mum's great. My mum honestly is an angel. Yeah. Like, I'd ring up my mum at any time at, at all. I never do it, but I know I could. And she just, your mum's probably something similar. Mom. Come running and whenever I say something, she's like, oh, tell me more. But doesn't listen. Like, <laughs> That's doesn't, exactly you know, like, what my mum is. Straight like, over her head. Yeah, but, yeah she's, she's always like, like she wants me to be talking because exactly. she knows I like talking yeah, but yeah. she won't fucking listen no, to no, a no, single you, but if I was my mum and I was listening to fucking me every day I'd learn to switch off oh, same. especially when, when you think about it like this woman saw you when you used to shit yourself and, and wipe your ass and that you know? was the only way that you were capable yeah. of existing yeah. in this world <laughs> do you know what I mean like yeah. you had no so concept of anything when outside when you think about it her mothers are probably happy that we're talking and <laughs> not shit yeah. ourselves you know it's like Jesus tell that's, me more <laughs> standing there with a packet of wet wipes and like just keep talking you're there talking shit and, and your mother's just like oh, thank god he's talking it and not doing it in his trousers <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he just talks shit now and I don't have to clean it up yeah. so she's just taking a mental break like Jesus it's been 27 long years yeah. <laughs> but to be honest like especially fucking what well, we're, we're kids are we we're young adults I we're in, uh, my, in mindset I'm a child but. so so let's um, break it down generationally for the kids listening right so if this were the 1960s for the under fives yeah for the under fives out yeah. there um, if this were the 1960s us at the age we're at now mm-hmm. we're close to death Absolutely. Realistically. Four kids uh, and po- a heart attack. Po- po- yeah. <laughs> so if it were the 70s, we're close to retirement. Mm-hmm, yeah. And if it were the 80s, we've bought houses for $5. <laughs> and we're moaning at other kids yeah, yeah, in yeah. this generation for not doing it. Um, if it were the 90s, I don't know, we're in a band and we're just never going to get our lives together. Yeah, I think so. And here we yeah, are in, in the in the 2000s and we are young adults. Yeah, Young adults, I think. I, yeah. Like I still but you know, that's a term. For fucking idiots as well. That's, <laughs> yes, just, yeah. that's a term for people that refuse to grow up. It's a term for people you who know? consume Twilight fan yeah, fiction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Like a midlife crisis is just a way of explaining that you're actually in the middle of your life. So give me a break. You know, yeah. I don't know where the fuck I am. Yeah. I'm not retired and I'm not a young adult anymore. I'm having a midlife crisis. Yeah. I'm buying a fucking motorbike. Oh, it doesn't make any sense. You bought a new vehicle? Is it a midlife crisis? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> I'm in the middle of my life. I'm going to milk that midlife crisis, yeah. man. I'm going to buy everything I can if I have a wife and children and a house and I've got like say you know fingers crossed over 5,000 in the bank I'm going to go out and buy a motorbike and not a midlife crisis yeah 5,000 in the bank is the dream really it is <laughs> I'd love to be at that at the state. rate I spend but I'm a young adult I don't need to worry about money you know <laughs> let's talk about your spending habits actually because oh, this is fucking fantastic oh. so um, oh, the people God. out there may not be familiar but there's a Chinese version of Amazon called AliExpress yes. it's a subset of Alibaba which merchants use to buy uh, bulk quantities of cheap stuff it's what I should do for midnight hour merch but, Absolutely. but instead I'm like American apparel come yeah. on guys <laughs> pay out your ass for these midnight hour t-shirts um by the way check out the midnight hour t-shirts link in the description but Dude, um amazing i have it on right now <laughs> <laughs> oh wait where's the logo <laughs> you've got it these on these t-shirts are so cheap <laughs> <laughs> i watched this yesterday american apparel primark i really wish i had another beer Here, and, I, and 
Are you sure? Yeah, of course. Oh, are they vice beer? They're Hogar. They're like a a blonde wee beer. They're nice. Do you want to taste this one before you crack it open? Uh, Yeah. Well, no, I'll taste it after you've opened it because it'd be really hard for me to. Yeah. You're like sucking a tit through a jumper. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking from experience, primarily there. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just remember uh, after that two weeks ago that session we had was that last week actually? Which. The it was last weekend. Yeah, well, I was bollocks after. Yeah, that's right. You were in fucking. You didn't eat though. But that's really. That tastes like. Kalpa. Kalpa? There's, there's a real chemical taste off that. It's Hogarth. Yeah, I know, but it tastes like. It's very strong. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be a normal beer. Yeah, yeah. Mm. We're going to talk about your spending habits. Yes, Alibaba is the. But let me get a beer. Right, go get a beer. <laughs> no, like like I won't tell from the gap in yeah, yeah. sound. I'll just keep going. <laughs> talking to myself. <laughs> you talking about <laughs> viral trends? <laughs> oh, you know that feeling when you run up the stairs, but you're ready to record, and you can't. Yeah. yeah. Do you get that a lot? <laughs> always. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking. Because I always have to run down the steps to like, with, you know, with two floors of the opposite. Well, I so don't. Like, but yeah. Oh no, you've been in. Them. Uh. I have to run down two flights of stairs and fix something and run back up to do like a voice and it's like okay here we go <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fucking nonsense yeah. uh, right <clears throat> so your spending habits mm-hmm. um, let's talk about that yeah so um, when I walk into your bedroom <laughs> there's always something new yeah, it's uh, just some of the talk me through some of the novelty items that you own there's a there's <laughs> An airsoft uh, AR-15. <laughs> there is, and it hurts like a motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, do you remember? Remember we were. Who um, shot you with it? Peter. 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 Yeah. No, you. I'm sound enough with that thing because I know it hurts. Your sound. Me and me and you were shooting that tissue box, and it was fucking unreal. It's, because really it's like if if anyone can imagine um, a box of tissues. Now I know that's tough for you millennials who download tissues and shit. Yeah. But um. Or probably look at them on YouTube and then illegally download them. Mm. But so it's 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 a box basically, and there's tissues inside of it. Just just try visualize it. I know it's difficult. Mm. <laughs> and we shoot it with the AR-15, and it goes through the three layers. It goes through the first layer of cardboard, through the tissue, and then through the, through the back. Yeah, yeah. Fucking unbelievable. It's unbelievable. But now that you're mentioning spending, here's one for you. I was talking to my girlfriend on the phone. My girlfriend's a little bit older than me. So um, she knows I'm a retard, which is good. Sixty four is not that much older than you. That's yeah. She's a, she's, I'd say she's a mature adult. Mm. I think Jane Fonda is lovely. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but so a few weeks. It's about it's about a month, two months ago. Cause this stuff takes about a month to arrive because it comes from China and free postage. Yeah, I ordered stuff there about four weeks ago. It's still not here. Sometimes it takes six or seven weeks. Fucking bullshit. Depending, yeah. yeah. So. I went online and my girlfriend called me and she said, hey, what are you up to? I said, nothing much. Uh, and she was asking me questions, but I can't multitask. Like, <laughs> That's true. A lot of men. Yeah. I was just like, yeah. she was like saying stuff and she was asking me questions and I was just going, yeah, yeah. As if she was still talking. She was like, what are you doing? I said, sorry. <laughs> I said, I'm currently looking. Uh, <laughs> Wait, which way is the best way to put it? I was right. So, on AliExpress, you can get it, but sometimes you have to pay for postage. Mm. But when I buy on AliExpress, I'm a cheap bastard. The, yeah, so, so there's like five different versions of yeah, the thing, yeah, exactly. but their search function is like 
So I don't know this based on anything, but I'm going to say it out loud anyway. There's, it's like the most Chinese way <laughs> anything's ever been. You're dead, right? It's yeah. like walking into a food market and everything's all over the place. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you search very specific terms, but it's just a fucking yeah. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. But that's how they fucking get you. Yeah. Like you'd search like I don't know like a something you would never do. Would say like a Coldplay album, <laughs> and you'd end up with a pair of scissors. You know, it's just like mm. what. But I was I had it kind of ready to go and there was like a few items in front of me the thing I was going to buy and she was like why are you not listening to me what are you doing I said I'm just trying to find um, a link or an item with free postage they're all like you know 20 quid and the item's only 5 euro yeah. and she goes wow 5 quid what is it and I said it's a holster from my pelican <laughs> <laughs> and she was like right I'm going to call you back when you're not busy I was like oh, I'm going to call you back when you grow up yeah. <laughs> So I bought a holster for my Pelican. Has it arrived? Yeah, yeah. Have you attached it to your belt? Do you know where it is? There's an attachment for it so you can stick it onto the side of your bedside locker. (laughs) So if anybody comes in, you could really hurt their legs. You know, you could give them a a good old sting. But but last night, the alarm in the house went off. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Did you get out? I came down the stairs in a pair of boxer shorts on an airsoft gun. Ready to take the eye out of somebody. <laughs> Turns out there was just a battery fault in the alarm. But yeah, I tell you, like having been shot with that, like it does fucking hurt. But like, if I'm an intruder in a in a big house, I'm not gonna be put off by it. No, definitely not. <laughs> like, but to be honest with you, it, it takes I think twenty four pellets. If I unloaded that at your face, I think you'd be gone very quickly. Yeah, yeah. But the thing about the the bigger gun is that it takes like a hundred and fifty pellets. <laughs> it does. So it just it just prolongs the inevitable, really. It's just like it's just gonna take thirty seconds longer before I get stabbed, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> but anyway, my spending is yeah. something similar to that. Just buying a fucking holster for a gun. <laughs> oh man, I fucking love the internet. It's it's like it, it's it's just fucking insane to me that like growing up, you know, when you were like eight or nine and like. You, want, you wanted a really specific toy and you went into a pound shop and this was a toy that you had dreamed up it doesn't even exist yeah you went to a pound shop there's nothing there like it but you come out with loads of shit anyway mm-hmm. um, so the internet is doing that for us now it it's is like, yeah, yeah it's like I, I really want a fucking specific type of candle with a really nice candle holder and you go on and you're coming out with like six months supply of vanish dishwasher tablets and fucking yeah. cherry airwaves which they don't sell in shops anymore that you have cherry to, airwaves are incredible they don't sell them anymore load the head off you know? yeah they yeah. replaced them with blackcurrant ever, yeah. ever since I stopped smoking I have no um, like kick do, yeah. you know, do you know the way like it's like a bite right? yeah, 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 it's, yeah it's quarter past eleven I feel like shit. Tell you what, it's going to be minus three tomorrow. Put a packet of cherry airwaves in your mouth and go out and take a big deep oh, breath. Oh, Jesus Christ. I think your throat would just burn out. <laughs> like, I tell you something, I've uh, deviated septum, which is that, for anyone, that, that like, uh, thing in the middle of your nose, that, that bit of, what what's that? It's the bone, basically, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. In the yeah. middle of your nose. So, um, ev- everyone has one of those, <laughs> hopefully, if you haven't yeah, done a lot of cocaine. Moss, yeah. yeah, well, um, I I got my nose broken like five years ago. Five years ago this month. Is it five years ago? Yeah, 2012. Wow. When the lads did Three Nights in the Olympic. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Madness. Jesus. That I, was, the, yeah. Yeah, check out um, <clears throat> Elden Hero 90. I got my face smashed in if you want the details of that. Mm. So uh, these, these wankers uh, broke my nose and 
I went to the... I was living off YouTube at the time, so obviously I had no fucking money ever. Well, no, I did. It just was all planned ahead to yeah. buy alcohol with. And um, I went to the, to the hospital. I, I spent like 16 hours, I think it was, in the hospital. <clears throat> and they set up a return appointment. They were like, ah, come back. We'll look at your nose, see if it needs to be reset. I never fucking went back. Because yeah, cool. like, I had to pay like 150... That, that cost me 150 euro, that process of being assaulted randomly. Yeah. Um, and the police telling me to fucking get out of the police station because I was getting too much blood on the floor and all of that. And that was horrible for me, so I didn't want to repeat that. Um, so I was like, no, fuck off. And uh, basically, that was a mistake. Yes. <laughs> and an, <laughs> and an idiotic thing to do. So as a result of that, my the septum in my nose is veering wildly to the left, and it's almost like closing the gap of my left nostril. And as a result of that, every single fucking night when I go to sleep, I wake up in the middle of the night because I can't breathe. Well. So like, I'm at risk of dying basically. Yes. And my nose bleeds. I I can literally, if I put my finger up my nose on my right hand side now, I would be able to take blood out. Um, I'm in a very bad way and I, and I need to have an operation and if you want to help no I'm just kidding um, <laughs> so I, I have to have airwaves you all should do the a Kickstarter for your nose uh, I get free health insurance in my new job so I can probably yeah, just sort something out yeah. there but um, yeah slam your head off the table I know but it's, it's mad though because it's like I literally cannot breathe out my left nostril it's really? like it's, 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 if you imagine your nostrils as two two fucking like a pair of binoculars imagine you're yes. looking through them and that's your nostrils the, so the left one is like as if it's being cut in half and you can only see a tiny bit i can breathe through it but not very comfortably i have to basically sleep on my left side and like press the pillow against my yeah, face yeah, yeah. so it it's pushes my nose yeah so if you get a cold you're a little bit like fucked yeah and what's worse is like because the right hand side is full with so much blood this how did i start talking about this i don't know but this it's is, there this Let's is definitely it. the most We're disgusting going. episode of the minute hour um yeah because it gets filled with so much blood it's like when i have a cold and i'm run down or do you know the way you have a few beers before bed and you wake yeah. up the next morning you're sneezing every night yeah <laughs> same <laughs> um cheers um but i blow my nose all the time it's just blood Jesus everywhere yeah, yeah. even today this, this morning work like because it's freezing out at the moment mm. and uh, and what's even worse is with the, with the freezing cold when it drops below zero it literally freezes the blood and you have oh, to shit. like yeah it's fucking just a disgrace and that's a meme <laughs> but could you not when it freezes just smash the blood out of your nose <laughs> Actually, the thing that I do is not really that far away from that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah no, yeah, that's not good. Terrible, yeah. Get that sorted. Yeah, the thing is, though, healthcare in this country. Yeah, it's a joke. Do you know? So, uh, yeah. It's better than America, thank God. That, like, that's the one good thing is that I don't have 106 grand bills yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just for having to sort it out. But yeah, it's fucking absolute madness. You had a story, actually, about American healthcare, didn't you? When you were over. Yes. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I can say some of this story. Well, no, you can say it. Just say what happened. You were skateboarding. I was skateboarding. Yeah. I was under the influence <laughs> yeah. of drinking. You can say anything on this show. I, dude, I've done an episode of this show while I was stoned. My mum's not going to be listening to this. Well, I won't mention it to her when I. I was her under on. the influence <laughs> on a skateboard, and this is a very funny story. And this is the god honest truth. You were under the influence of awesomeness because you were skateboarding. That's that makes awesome. it cool. Yeah. So I hadn't skateboarded in 
10 years. Let's talk about skateboarding after, actually, because yeah. that's it. So you're talking 10 years and 10 stone later. <laughs> <laughs> that now is the proper time in, uh, where was I? I was in a part of Texas. It was Houston, yes. And I went to the, yeah. So I was in Houston, Texas. I met um, Aina. Marina. Yeah. Two. So I met up with Aina. Had a great time. Had an even better time after that, let's say. What was he doing in Texas? He was, uh, he's a basketball, he's a physio for a really big basketball team. Wow. Yeah, yeah. He's done exceptionally yeah. well. He, I played football with him. He was on my team. Yeah, he's an amazing guy. Yeah, cool. Handsome guy. dude as well. His girlfriend's gorgeous. Really? Yeah. So anyway, I had a great, even better night after I was talking to Aina, under the influence, on a skateboard, for the first time in 10, 11 years, and I wasn't that good to start with. <laughs> so I decided to fucking, I, I was going faster than I should have been. I was speeding down this kind of smooth road, and next thing there was this like manhole that I just didn't see. And the whole front of the skateboard dipped, and I kept going. I remember very, very, just, Thinking on the way down, right, face her arms, face her arms. <laughs> Fuck. So I was like, right, arms. So I put my right arm down, and while I was mid-flip, this is the truth, a car drove past, and all you heard was, oh, shit! <laughs> I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so I put my arm down, broke my arm, went to the hospital the next day in Austin. So I traveled from Houston to Austin on the tour bus, went to the hospital in Austin. They told me oh yeah, your arm, your radial bone is broken, we're going to have to put a cast on. And then the tour manager says, well, we have to fly. You know, we have to fly from, where are we going? From Austin to LA. And um, they said, right, well, we can't put a cast on. And it was like, wow, okay. Why is that? Because it might expand in the air? No, because I wouldn't be allowed to fly. I'm not sure why, no. I'm not 100% sure why. Sounds like It could be because, yeah, it could cut off the circulation if your body expands, I don't know. Or the cast itself, maybe like the silicone. I could picture that being a thing. It could be, yeah. Based on nothing. See, yeah. there's blood in my nose now. It's fucking... Yeah. So, anyway, that was grand. And then we went up and we said, right, well, thanks, but no thanks. Then we won't, you know, take it further. I'm just going to put my arm in a sling. So they gave me a sling. $1,500. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Yeah. So <laughs> You could manufacture a string out of guitar strings. But, so we looked at the, the, the invoice. So it was like, whatever, $1,250 for the x-ray. And then they charged like $250 for the, for the sling. Jesus. It was crazy. Yeah. So I still haven't gone to the doctor. Wow. Still didn't go to the hospital. So I flew to LA, went to a celebrity's house and all and mm. got a lot of attention off her because my arm was broken that was amazing <laughs> and then flew home had my arm in a sling for another two weeks and took it off and now if you can hear this it does this oh no <laughs> yeah so it goes like when I turn it Jesus Christ but I kind of like it because it's like a stress reliever so whenever I'm like working and I'm typing on the keyboard I go ah click ah there's a release it's yeah. funny you say that because because um, that's really funny <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thanks man <laughs> so's your nose <laughs> um, today in work I was uh, doing the whole like yeah anyone who does this all the time knows that that's that's just a thing that you do people are um, probably cringing right now yeah <laughs> Yeah. Ah. what are you gonna do um, I, I do that like uh, multiple times every day and uh, today <laughs> someone will you fucking stop you serious yeah. <laughs> it was killing somebody yeah because like I've been doing it for about four weeks in mm. that office and my office is like it's very quiet so it's just yeah absolute <laughs> fucking 
Yeah, obviously. I, I I don't get that sensation from knuckle. It's not even and and fucking. This is a this is a viral trend of the fucking nineteen sixties. Evidently, because when you do that in a pub, well, depending on what pubs you go to, mm-hmm. we we used to frequent terrible pubs back in the day. But uh, there's one guy who used to go to one of the pubs we went to every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was doing that at the bar, and he goes. You'll get arthritis if you keep doing that. That's a fucking myth, by yeah, the way. Yeah, absolutely it is. Yeah. It's when every time you click, that's trapped air leaving your. It's gas, isn't it? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm double jointed and. So am I with that, yeah. Every time I do this, it clicks. Yeah. There's no way I'm fucking breaking some no, part of my hand not. here. Do like, people think it's bone crunching up. Yeah. No, I suppose it is in a way, but yeah, it's a. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's a release of gas from yeah. the joint, supposedly. Uh, I don't know. It's it's so funny to me that it's it's the people who get offended at shit like that. They're like, "Oh, you'll get arthritis. Would you stop?" But the But they'll be the first people to get offended over something that's like a fucking. Do you remember that Ellen DeGeneres tweet? It was like the selfie tweet. Yes, yeah, yeah. Of, yeah. Uh, which was yeah, a marketing ploy by yeah, Samsung. Yeah. yeah. Um, people got like really angry about that. Yeah. The fact that they were like, oh, this is bullshit. Celebrities yeah. having fun. Oh, don't they know? Yeah. Yeah. Don't they know I have to work? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Why am I seeing this? But like, isn't, isn't that like mentality just so fucking weird? It is, yeah. Like, I think that's just a big, big, long streak of jealousy for me. Mm. I think if somebody gets annoyed at something you're doing, if you're benefiting yourself in any way, if someone's like... Well, he's always bleeding, singing in there. He's always yeah. doing that bloody podcast or whatever, and I can't sleep. That's fucking jealousy. Yeah. Well, it, yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> the fact that I make these podcasts at four AM on a work night while well, my just- <laughs> 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 my housemate is like, "Do you have to do it in my room?" And tonight's <laughs> podcast is screaming, <laughs> jealous bastards. <laughs> But you know what I mean in context. Like yeah. yeah, no, it's 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 like it's just when you see other people having fun. All right, here's a fucking perfect segue to bring it back to the topic that we decided. We'd what talk. was that again? Dan- Danielle Brigoli. Oh, that's what the topic was. <laughs> <laughs> I only want to talk about her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, she's probably a bad example because she does seem like a horrible person. But anyway. When she's there on... This is the Cash Me Outside girl. Mm, yeah, yeah. So when she's there on Dr. Phil, and Dr. Phil says, so, so the audience is a bunch of hoes. That takes that's what, bad, yeah. that's what you think, huh? The audience are a bunch of hoes. <laughs> and she's just like, Cash Me Outside, how about that? How about anyway. Right, so like, like that is kind of deplorable. It's it's definitely like youth gone wild, like teen angst, like just bubbling fucking yeah. uh, entitlement and and everything. I, I get why people wouldn't like that, but how people cannot like what she has become since then. Mm. Like, <laughs> someone fucking one of her fans was. Do you know the way? Do you ever go to Five Guys and Don Drum? Uh, five Guys the Burger Place Burger Place no yeah. I've been at it in America but oh, right. one in Dundrum, no. well uh, you actually I should have yeah you've obviously been to America and I haven't yeah. when, you, when you go into American restaurants like Wendy's and Five Guys there's mm-hmm. uh, blank paper and crayons and you get to draw shit yeah, yeah. so one of her fans Danielle Brigoli is 13 no she's 14 now but um wait well, what yeah she's 14 I thought she was a lot older she looks a lot older yeah yeah no she's 14 wow. but um someone one of her fans who was younger than her probably like 8 mm. drew a picture of her in Wendy's with a crayon and yeah. it was just like, it was a matchstick figure yeah yeah and she tweeted her and goes hey what I drew this picture of you and Danielle Brigoli goes 
Maybe you should fucking work for Wendy's because you're oh, not gonna get oh, anywhere. Shit. Oh my god. How can you not like that? Yeah, no, I love it. <laughs> yeah. She is mental. She is. She's 14 now, it makes so much sense. Now I like her a little bit. Exactly, more. Yeah. yeah. I didn't I, know that. I thought she was like, you know, 17 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I had the same thing with Rebecca Black when like, she made this terrible song and, and yeah. everyone was angry oh, at her for again, the, Friday. Yeah, Friday. So, like, everyone was angry at her for the song. It's like, lads, she's fucking 13, right? Give her like, a break. When people do this to, like, say, um, Kendall Jenner and that Pepsi ad that she did right like right she's like 22 or whatever right yeah. it's kind of fair enough but her frontal frontal cortex is she not only like 17 she was at the time five years ago <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. okay I'm I'm I just I no gotta, you're thinking of Kylie Jenner she's like 19 now I, I gotta start questioning the women I sleep with <laughs> Can I have ID, please? Because just I just don't girlfriend. know anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose. Just yeah. Well, just, look, we'll just cut this out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be eighteen to sign up to Tinder. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, she she did that Pepsi ad, and everyone's like, "Oh, oh fuck it." It's like, like, like lads, like she's like twenty one or something. Like, yeah. your, your frontal cortex Seven. doesn't develop till you're twenty five. Yeah. Like, do you know how much stupid shit I said when I was twenty one? I, I was listening, but I, I sometimes put old episodes of the podcast up. Um, on SoundCloud just to be like ah oh, lads like here's a fucking episode you might have forgotten about yeah in some of them I say I'll talk also there's one episode where I was like yeah I think socialism is the way forward I think governments should be socialist <laughs> I think of that now and I'm like Jesus I didn't have a fucking yeah. clue but that's I, yeah I, I have always watched Dale's podcasts and that's why I wanted to be on one I was to like, correct me because I'm so wrong. yeah yeah I was like right I gotta get on this <laughs> yeah. you like, were on episode 17 things, yeah, that, things that we thought that? were true oh Jesus 2014 I'd say 2014 I'd say so that's almost a year ago <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's almost fucking four years ago Jeez. that's crazy I remember 1997 yeah that's crazy <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> that's another year that <laughs> but me and Al hang out once every <laughs> <laughs> a decade three and a half years yeah. <laughs> the last time we hung out we were recording this podcast yeah yeah number 17 now we're like a million yeah no but I've watched it and like it's great to see that like I wouldn't even call it maturity like, <laughs> call it, it gets less stupid I think that's... yeah <laughs> thanks man that's, <laughs> the best, that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me <laughs> wait you hear what I have to say in another three and a half years yeah. you're gonna be delighted yeah it's fucking I don't know and like I and and what's what's even weirder is that not only did I have the whole world figured out back then, which obviously mm. I did, um, the, the world just changed. That's all. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm not a fault. Yeah. Younger me actually knew more. It's the the people who listened to me back then and were like, "Man, everything you say is so true." I'm like, I have betrayed a generation. <laughs> but it's worse that those people have like. You know the way, like, the likes of these podcasts, you can listen to again. Mm. If you kind of go, geez, that was amazing, listen to it again. Those, you said it once, those people heard it twice, so they're idiots. Yeah, you know? that's true, yeah. <laughs> they didn't even question it, the fucking morons. <laughs> <laughs> they, they messaged me saying that's the best shit I've ever done. Like, Jesus, man, you have, you have no idea. No, I love the podcast. Huge fan. <laughs> No, I just, no, just the medium in general. Yeah, yeah. Love it. <laughs> Good grind, lads. Joe Rogan, man, I, I fucking take my hat off to you. You're doing great. <laughs> Thank God for whoever invented that medium. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking. It is, it is tough doing a podcast, and uh, 
I'll actually tell you one thing that people like uh, one one thing that like is genuinely a negative side of it, right? Is that um people come to me with like, "Hey man, you should get this guy on your show," and I'm like, "That's a fucking great idea." Yeah. And then I contact the guy, and he's like, "Oh, I'd love to come on, but um." I'm only free in, in these times and I'm like oh well I, I work a specific job I have a commute I have to work my way around that like okay how's Tuesday at half eight yeah perfect oh sorry I can't do it that day oh, oh no I can't do it that day anyway and it ends up in this fucking grid of nothingness mm-hmm. and, and nothing ever spawns out of it and uh, then the people come back and they're like hey you said you'd do this and you didn't do it and I'm like well shit man <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, but like I wanted to. Yeah, I really wanted to, but life is hard, and uh, it yeah, it's it's tough to fucking angle your way around that. When you become an adult, a young adult, a young adult. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> Jesus, very protective <laughs> over that term, <laughs> Mister. I need to start asking for ID from the women that I date. Anyway, um, <laughs> we're cutting that out. We have to put that out. So. Um, what was I gonna say there? Yeah, planning. Being an adult is like ninety-five percent. You have to so. When you're an adult, uh, and this is actually really good life advice, like people from our class come up to me sometimes, and mm. like, oh man, yeah, let's fucking let's have a night out. We'll go for a point, and I'm like, yeah. And in my head, I'm like, I know I genuinely would enjoy that. This guy's not a bad guy, but like, let's face it, I don't have fucking time in my schedule to yeah, catch up yeah. with a guy who thinks the earth is flat. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, Paul Williams, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time being on but isn't it funny like when as soon as you get a job and you move about and this is great advice for people for guys and girls that are listening that are like oh know, don't worry there's no girls listening to this even better no there's at least two because like, I need to ask for my team <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's like when you hit like 25 26 thousand when, subscribers or years old years old okay <laughs> you start to kind of everything just becomes busy yeah. I don't know why all the little things that used to just be like oh well I'll do that tomorrow you can't do that anymore I know yeah everything just gets so serious but it's things like this that I absolutely love myself and yourself had a conversation like a week ago saying yeah. we gotta do a podcast we gotta meet up we gotta do it yeah yeah and making time for that them things are the most important I know yeah it's amazing you know? one, one of the other things is like not having a car um I've railed against the idea of having a car. I, I can drive. I am physically able to drive. I've never done the test because I just can't be bothered. I like. Yeah. I, I feel like I don't need a car. And then when you get older, you move out and all that. It's like you feel like you can't get around. Yeah, <laughs> and it's great. like I can go to my job. And yeah, I can yeah, come yeah. home. Doing stuff in between is like, eh. Mm. Like yeah, I can get the bus to go see my girlfriend. Well, yeah. my like you know, it's it's one of those things where it just it becomes like when everyone moves out it's no longer the same bus route that it was it's no longer like every, everything's a little bit different than a little bit foreign yeah yeah and it's just like I completely get that man I really want to hang out with this guy but then again what for, would take me to do that the 41C doesn't go through it's it it's not out there anymore <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's like yeah it just I've, becomes... I've always I've had a car since god 70 mm. so almost 10 years yeah that's that's mad it's very strange to me that you drive and I don't know why it's why? like so I, I don't drive much 
I honestly don't. When do you ever see me driving? Not that much. I'll say this for the listeners. Uh, you have been to this house twice in the last eight days and both times in a different car. That is. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you drive a lot. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no I went but, uh, mad. This is another thing about my crazy purchases. I went mad in the summer. Because yeah. I was working so much. Let, let me tell the story. Yeah, go, go. Kieran was like... I drive a big car, it's nice, it gets me around, it's it's comfortable, it's got everything in it. Kieran drives like an, a very upmarket big car. Mm. And in the summer he was like, it's very hot, I just want a car with no roof. So he bought another car. It, it's convertible, and I did that. <clears throat> yeah. It, it is to date the best purchase so far. I loved, I really, really loved, and wish I had it on video, you trying to reverse into my parking spot <laughs> in that car, thinking that it was your big car. I know, yeah. <laughs> you parked like the, the shittest parking job. reverse camera on it as well, but <laughs> I don't fun. use it. Like <laughs> You're just like, is that all right? And I was like, like I don't even, it, like me talking about cars is like busted without the rhymes, you know? <laughs> You're mustard without the hinds. <laughs> And Kieran gets out of the car and looks at it and goes, Oh shit, I thought I was in my big car. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great excuse. Wasn't it? <laughs> you parked a fucking scooter in a monster truck space and still fucked it fucked up. It up yeah. <laughs> it's an amazing little car, I love it. Yeah, I've never been in it. Me and my friend Mark actually drove out to uh, about 10 minutes from the house I'm living in to Ashburn. And we went into Tesco and we were getting some gin and stuff. We were going to have a big session. So I was like, it was screaming sunshine. So we were like, we're going to have a barbecue, a few drinks, a bit of crack. So took down the top and just blasted out to Ashburn. Brilliant. So I went into Tesco. Have you ever heard of a bubble wand? No. They're like, Sounds no. like a sex thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's in a holster. It's like a sword, but it's like bubbles. Still so sounds like a sex thing. And if you wave it, like giant bubbles come out. Oh, dead. So I only had the car like two days and then... Uh, there was people taking photos and videos me and Mark driving through Ashburn say town centre with a big bubble wand sticking up in the air and these the biggest bubbles you will ever see flying out the back of a tiny convertible <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing yeah I fucking love doing shit like that where you just I don't know like you act the fool in front of loads of people yeah yeah what's actually kind of depressing in a way is that like our generation hasn't seemed to have gotten past that yeah. it's like do you know the band the Chainsmokers yeah, yeah do you know the way they're like probably objectively the worst people in the world yeah right but they make fucking like really good songs yeah. like really good shit songs I mean their their songs are getting 15 minutes of fame but I they, have to say I love the one with uh, Coldplay uh I think <laughs> You know me and Cole. I know, but I think it's a great song, the lyrics, because it's like... I'll, I'll say this about it. It's, yeah. I think it sounds exactly what a Chainsmokers featuring Coldplay song really? would sound like. Oh, man, Batman's in it, Spider-Man's in it. It's like, that's a great song. You love Batman, though. It's, it's crazy. The minute I heard Batman, I was like, I like this song. <laughs> no, I do love that song. It's really good. I think Closer is just an absolute yeah. fucking... It's an amazing album. Like, uh, like, uh, and and what kind of bugs me away in a way is that, you know, the way when like when we were in school, there was like the the cool kids, which obviously we were. Yeah. You know, we were the coolest ones in, in the whole school. We yeah. fucking yeah. So fuck. And you believe that? Yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah. Um, and like you could listen to whatever music, and you would be judged based Instantly, on that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I I still like feel like I'm very much trapped in that like sort of mode of thinking sometimes like yeah. I fucking love Oasis like I, I, I think they're like I, I think they're they're just I love Oasis and one of the best bands in the world 
<sighs> they, there was a time where they were the best band in the world. Absolutely, yeah. And I just, I can't fucking have people coming to me telling me that like Led Zeppelin were like Oasis and the same three chord progress. Like, fuck off. It doesn't matter. Listen to fucking In the Bushes and tell me that that's not a Zeppelin esque riff. And that's a fucking shoot. You can take that to the bank. That's. Yeah, um, so like people just fucking got at me from a music taste every fucking year in every school that I went to, and that I went to true. I went to four schools. But to be honest, this is actually true that some of the music you were bringing in back then is the music these guys are listening to now, and that's a fact. And that's what hurts the most. Yes, because I'm friends with these fuckers on Facebook. Yeah, you know, and and they, and they listen to this song like the first time they've ever heard Wonderwall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's 2017, man. Do you know what? Do you know what fucking hurts? Um, fucking Spin 1038 is a, is a radio station in Ireland that plays the shittest music, mm-hmm. right? And you can take the, take the shittest song in the charts right now. Let's say it's, for example... Uh, What's in the charts right now? Niall Horn. Okay. He has a lyric. Uh, what's it? Slow hands like sweat dripping down our dirty laundry. That's the lyric. No. Yeah. Oh my God. Slow hands like sweat dripping no, down is our that dirty the... laundry. Jesus. How are slow hands like sweat dripping down? So that means that guy went for a run, came in seen his dirty laundry on the floor and stood over it and sweated on it and then made the comparison of her hands and his hands or either either running down like their bodies to the comparison of sweat dripping down dirty laundry it's not the worst metaphor I've heard this week because I heard someone make a thing about potholes earlier in the oh. week that's a fucking anyways yeah so Spin <laughs> will play that Niall Horan song but they won't play the radio edit they'll play the remix version slow hands so that's not a real thing but like let's and it's just sped up and there's just yeah generic beat underneath it but they do this thing in the mornings because we had them on in our office and uh they did like um it's like three classic hits mm. and one of the classic hits one morning was Rolling by Limp Bizkit that's right? good and all the fucking people in my office like all the girls who were definitely fucking too mad with mad with a T mad mad for, for anything that you had to say and all the lads that were definitely jamming to fucking Tiesto back in the day yeah. were all like ah oh, this song always like this song and I'm like you bunch of cunts fuck off literally yeah. metaphorical versions of you bullied me for liking this <laughs> <Yeah>. song <laughs> now you want to fucking tell me it's good you can't revise this because this song is shit and <laughs> like now I'm past the point where I think it's a good song yeah, yeah, and, yeah, I, exactly. and I and, and I understand all of a sudden it's great yeah, yeah. it's like fuck oh off. fuck every fuck one off. of you yeah. what year was that that must have been like 2001 alright all right. 2000 uh, Chocolate Starfish and the Hot oh, Dog Flavored Water came best out. Album, one of the best albums of all time. The year 2000. Yeah. Um, yeah Significant Thunder was 99. Three Dollar Billy All 97. Um, their follow up. I, I album, jumped into Link Biscuit on the Chocolate Starfish. I did. I, most know, people yeah, did. I had no, I no was, recollection of them before. I was there that. for Nookie and uh, Break Stuff and Rearranged, which is legitimately a great song, irrespective of who did it. If you played that song now to some radio, well, actually, I don't know. Music with guitars in it is like. Yeah, it's nearly forbidden. Yeah, yeah isn't it? It's, it's, mad. it's getting to that stage. Yeah. I, I fucking love thinking about Limp Biscuits. Like effect on music and it like what's crazy to me and I hate to beat this drum but to be honest with you Kieran you're the only person that would listen to me talking mm-hmm. about this but um do you remember TRL 
yeah. Like TRL was like Christina Aguilera, like Eminem, like the 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 best music of the well, the most popular music of the time, Britney Spears, all of that. Yeah. Limp Bizkit were on TRL like all the fucking time. It's crazy, like, isn't it? Imagine like they broke the the system. Yeah. You know, they they just they, came in and took over. They crossed over from metal into mainstream like no other band ever has or ever will. Yeah. And like that's another thing that you can take to the fucking bank, irrespective of how many beers I've drank. That's a true thing. Um, the only like. Bring Me the Horizon are... Do you know them at all? No, I don't think so. so they're like a post-hardcore... They're basically a metal band. They, they kind of make like radio metal now. It's probably not screaming all the time though. There's a bit of screaming. No, that's um, fine. But, yeah, no, yeah. it's it's kind of more... The dude's a good singer. He can't do anything live though. It's uh, like, And I wish he could. Their concerts look fucking great. There's so much energy in the crowd. But the dude can't do anything <sighs> live. Like, it's just a studio artist, which is nothing wrong with that. But what's what's mad though they used to be a full on just screaming every lyric band yeah, yeah. right and he changed his technique to sing uh, to scream from his diaphragm like Chester Bennington yeah. did you know the way they um, he couldn't even fucking do that really? like he can't even do that now and his DJ has to fucking scream for him and it's pathetic but yeah. um, I, I actually liked them like I like their music but they're and I'd, I'd actually love to see them live even though it would be taken away from the fact that he can't really sing live mm. but um, they're probably the closest thing to Limp Bizkit now in the sense okay. that they performed at the NME Music Awards yeah. but they were very very poor Shit. very bad Limp Bizkit were always good Limp Bizkit were Fred Durst was always I think yeah. to use the term on point yeah, yeah. yeah he had a great voice they were a well-oiled machine live they just they were one of the only sort of metal bands who had a DJ without it being the whole but, exactly that's why they could openly use track mm-hmm. they could op- like they could make the sound so big and have the guy on stage going well he's doing it as well a hundred percent they yeah. kind of they weren't like there wasn't two guys behind the stage just pressing play and they were yeah. playing along it was yeah, like that's he's going to do his thing and we're going to do ours it was live music it was brilliant yeah, yeah it's mad what do you think actually um, you've been to a lot of gigs a good and, few yeah and, uh, and so have I and what's I, your favourite gig you've ever been to oh. before you continue Jesus man Spitfire round I, I actually know the answer to this okay. and I want to preface this mm-hmm. with my prowess as a live gig goer right? then you got to make it count what right. is it so, so listen the story. so I've seen Stone Roses mm-hmm. live okay uh, it doesn't matter about Ian Brown's voice Stone Roses are class unbelievable yeah. okay I've seen Oasis live mm-hmm. it doesn't matter about Liam's voice Oasis yeah. are fucking Oasis yeah. crowd um, the Springsteen I've seen live eight times uh, I've seen him once yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know that was a bit much for you yeah um, but you will concede that the E Street Band are just quality live absolutely band. incredible yeah, yeah. Um, so like the, like the, you know I, I've seen Eminem live um, fucking what are I've seen Lost Prophets live wow I didn't <laughs> yeah. know that yeah that's one thing I saw them live with Steve really yeah we both hate ourselves for it yeah. obviously we didn't know at the time but it's like yeah. yeah that's a whole thing unto itself um, but yeah so look I've been around uh, Sage Francis does a fucking incredible show I saw Eminem live and it was really weird to me um, he relied really heavily on reference track and I don't know if he wasn't feeling it at the time or something it can be a number of things like you know it can be anything yeah it's the, like the one thing I found from being on tour is the buses are a fucking disaster yeah. for singers but, it's but, the aircon in them Eminem wouldn't really be the same thing because he did lose yourself. He did that completely live, raw acapella. Not acapella. You had but a band, that's a but huge song to rap if you try and do it's, it. It's mega. You get yeah. a headache but, if you try to finish it. And that's yeah. kind of the the issue for me is that this guy, like every single song, not every single song, but like a lot of Eminem songs, he talks about why he's the best. Yeah. And 
I just felt like he didn't deliver on it live. And I've seen other videos of him live where he's actually so good that he sounds like he is the reference. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He yeah. wasn't like that at Slane where I saw him. Anyway, the best gig I've ever been to is Blink-182. Really? Yep. Right. Uh, and that was with Tom DeLonge, 2012, the the point in Dublin. And um, like musically, they are tone deaf. Like I think Mark Hoppus is a genuinely good bassist, but what is a good bassist? They don't make a band. No, and no, no. Travis Barker is a fantastic drummer. Yeah, one of the best in Incredible, the world. Incredible, yeah. But ultimately, everything lies with the lead vocalist and the lead guitarist, which it is does Tom DeLonge. Sell the gig, yeah. And Tom DeLonge, I fucking love the guy. He's literally one of my favorite people ever. Yeah. Um, even when I hear him talk on Joe Rogan about aliens and all that, I love him. Right. But uh, as a frontman, I cannot express to you. Have you ever seen any of his? No. Um, they have. Have you ever heard their song Estenia? It's like, should I go back? Should I go back? Should I? Probably. Like... It's a long time to listen. You know, always. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like when he did that live, he was just like, oh, yeah. Oh, there was one funny part in that song where he goes, um. Let's start this again for real, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Like, that's the thing, though, is that they were instrumentally garbage. Really? But it was myself, Jack Brown, my cousin Dara. Listeners will know who all those people are. Um, We were about, I'd say, the gig, the gig started, the gig, four years strong are this metal band they opened and then All American Rejects played they're good mm-hmm. um, and then we were waiting for Blink to come out and we were about eight rows back from the front and there was this bloke with no t-shirt on and a backpack mm-hmm. and he turned around and goes lads are you interested in a bit of mayhem and my cousin Dara um, was <laughs> my cousin Dara he is. Yeah. has ADHD uh, he's just he is a daredevil. Um, he pushes himself to limits that don't exist for normal people. He's yeah. just an insane fucking... Just give him a challenge and he'll fucking do it. It doesn't yeah. matter what it is. Like, um, Dude will fly a rocket into the sun and live to tell the tale. But he goes, yeah, what, what, what are you thinking? And the guy goes, <laughs> well, Blink are the shittest band here, so we might as well have some fun of our own. And, wow. my, and Dara goes... Don't worry, we'll fucking start something anyway, I'll tell you that. And the guy goes like, yeah. <laughs> like, it was just this agreement that we had. And Blink come out on stage, and they start into feeling this. And it's like this really obvious, like, opening where it's like... Yeah. And, um, fucking mayhem ensued. <laughs> and I mean, like, the dude with the backpack started pushing every like he, he so like the people in front of him he pushed them into each other knocked them over people on the left hand side of him he starts pushing them people on the right are like uh are expecting him to do that to them and they start into him and he's like ducks their thing pushes them into the people that he pushed over at the front and dara's like come on lads and me and jack are like okay whatever and we end up like so we end up eventually we're in the second row and I swear I could I could shake Mark Hoppus's hand. Oh, that's that's cool. how close we are. Yeah. And then we get pushed back, and the momentum of the crowd is so strong that we're like fourteen rows back, and we yeah, can't yeah, see yeah, anything. Yeah. And then like feeling this is over, and like I'm out of breath, dead, like fucking done. And uh, Mark Hoppus goes, "You know the problem with the '69 is," and then everyone in the crowd is like, "What?" And then I'm like, "Ah, oh, this is our chance, lads. Let's get to the front. Let's get to the front." And, and the whole mission, the whole night was to get to the front. And they just kept on fucking belting out hit after hit yeah, after hit, yeah. like I miss you, down, all of it. And uh, we're just picking bodies up off the floor. We can't find each other, like constantly looking for like, oh, Jack, is that you? Like, and um, they start playing Always an hour into the set. 
and me, Dara, and Jack just we walk out. We go outside to the smoking area, Seriously? and I take like I take my jumper off, my t-shirt off. And, like I'm not one for showing skin in public, oh. but I was fucking done. Boiling like, like yeah, I felt like I had done twelve rounds with Tyson. I was like, fuck that that's amazing yeah, yeah it was absolutely fucking quality yeah. and then we went back in and just watched the rest of the gig from a reasonable stand and it was just unbelievable like that's there's a nothing good favourite gig yeah I enjoyed that so match that no <laughs> you see I'm you know me I'm the emotional mm. fucking listener in a way you know yeah yeah absolutely I'm going to see Glenn Hansard again on the 16th of December that would be and fast last year he, he does a church every year before Christmas and now he's doing it for the um, what's the name of the charity the homeless the homeless one yeah yeah, yeah it's an amazing cause but uh, he played a church last year and he has the full band with him but acoustically Savage. so there's not many the only thing that's really mic'd up is him you know what I mean and it's my god was it a good show he's yeah. like he's yeah he's amazing I've seen the last like I've seen Elton John I've seen you've oh, seen Elton John I've seen Elton John wow what was his voice year? like Incredible, was it? He sings everything a couple of steps down. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. It's just his range is not there, but my god, that man can sing, and he's a showman as well. He came out wearing a gold suit. Of course he did. Yeah, he's amazing. <laughs> did you ever watch wrestling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember Goldust? Yeah, yeah. He always reminds me of Elton John. Just why? Because they're both showmen. They're both like so um, unapologetically flamboyant. Yeah, yeah. And and like uh, like camp and sort of. That's easy. Elton John, I think, ever. I only watched, I, th- I brought it up in a message to you the other day. I seen the Liberace movie a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, Elton John. Mm. The minute I seen it, I was like, it's Elton John is like trying to, not trying to, is doing the same thing, but yeah. just a little bit his own way, a little bit different. Yeah. He seems like a cool guy as well. Like, he's obviously he's a bit of a diva, but like, he's, I don't know, he's, um, He's very like in touch with everything around yeah, him. Absolutely. Who was um, it he went to war with, the female singer? I think it was North Korea. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, yeah. No, he went he was he had trouble with a female singer and I can't remember who it was. Probably Mariah Carey, was it? Was it Madonna? No, it was Madonna. Was it? it? Yeah, it was like, I can see that being a thing. He hated Madonna. Really? Yeah, he's a legend though. Wow. All the interviews I've watched with Elm John, like he doesn't write a single lyric. No, I know. That's but do you know how the song starts? He plays piano, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Like he, but he just uh, with is it Guy Chambers? Oh, that rings a bell. No, it's not Guy Chambers. Guy Chambers, Guy Chambers is definitely is, a person. Is um, Robbie Williams guy? Ah. Oh, what's what's his whatever his writer's name is? I can't think of it now. I'll Google it. Yeah, Google. Ah, oh, you're gonna say oh, I want to say it before you. <sighs> Elton John's writer. songwriter. <laughs> Literally one of the it's first. A weird name. What is it? Bernie Taupin. Bernie Taupin, yeah. So he's Bernie. the guy that ran for president. That's in America. Yeah. <laughs> Can you I can't believe Bernie. Well, we wrote some amazing. <laughs> yeah. But he used to send, like I presume back in the day, it would just like Elton John would just like pages would be put into his hand, mm. and like the likes of your song and like even like the Circle of Life or whatever these big songs he'd uh, or Rocket Man, he used to sit down with the words just on pages, and mm. he'd write the song to the exact words and he'd make a melody and there's a YouTube video that he writes a song a person brings an oven manual to the gig and he opens up the oven manual and he sings the perfect structure and an amazing melody no way and it's fucking outstanding that's and he deadly. sings an oven manual it's like <laughs> that's just how talented that guy is yeah. but just could never write lyrics 
I have to say I love Rocket Man. It's oh. one of my favourite songs of all time. I love it's when so it good. kicks into that chorus, the, the major melodic thing. And I yeah. think it's gonna be a long, long It's time. so good, yeah. It, it properly like encapsulates just isolation and loneliness yeah. too, but it's so raw and... That, that, like, that song is, I think, in my head whenever I listen to it. I don't know the story, don't know what behind it. Mm. But he didn't write the lyrics, but I think this one he made... I think it was written about him. Because um, I think it's about, obviously, being gay. I think it's about... I think it's about... Because he says, I'm not the man they think I am at home. No, I'm a rocket man. I think that's about smoking weed. Do you think so? Yeah. Rocket man burning well, he out was, his fuse out here alone. So, yeah, you, you take what you want from a song. Um, pack my bags last night, pre-flight. Pre-flight, yeah. I pack my bags last Pre-flight. Pack my bags. It's... Oh. Uh, anyway, there's a yeah. line in it, and I'm gonna it's be high. As a kite by then. Yeah. Yeah, because he was big into coke. Definitely. Is that was. That's about going on tour. I in my head. It it's from like, it's from 1972 though. The music at the time was about weed. Like Bob Dylan was was singing about yeah, weed. The Beatles was, had. Yeah, yeah had, probably was. Yeah. The Beatles in like 1969 were singing about weed. Yeah, it probably was weed. Yeah, I know he was a big cokehead, but yeah, he probably smoked a lot of weed as well. Definitely. A gonna be high as a kite by then. Uh, she packed my bags last night pre-flight. Uh, Zero hour, 9 a.m. 9 a.m., yeah. And I'm gonna be high. It's a kite by then. Yeah. yeah. Fucking what a banger. And then what's it? I think it's gonna be a long, long time. Till touchdown. brings me around, I get to find. They're not the man I think I am at home. No, no, I'm a rocket man. Yeah. That's fucking beautiful. I'm a rocket man. <laughs> rocket man. Yeah. So good. Have you seen... The uh, the documentary Supersonic. No, about... <laughs> <laughs> I have. Have you seen Liam Gallagher singing Champagne Supernova for the first time in that documentary? Oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's fucking gorgeous. His voice is outstanding I, at the beginning. I like, he's gotten it back now in the studio, but it's not come back live fully. Here's it's what I'll say but... about Liam's voice um, to any detractors who say shit voice, whatever, sings through his nose. Um, watch any video from 95, 96 and up until they played a gig in 97 in the GMAX arena which I think went on to become the MEN arena and mm. is now called something else but they, they played a gig there in the Be Here Now tour um, played all sorts of songs I, I think the Be Here Now album wrecked his voice They had, they had had there's a song on that called Fading Out have you ever heard that song? probably yeah it's, it's, it's like a bluesy song uh, Noel told him to sing it like he's a black woman it's just really like ah, like, um, so that fucking with tour, that with drugs with alcohol, ah yeah, cigarettes, just, yeah, it's gonna do it. Destroyed his voice, but um, anything before then, particularly the main road, nineteen ninety six, they played "Come on, feel the noise," and if you just listen to his voice, then it's fucking yeah. magical. Like the, they do, they do their first TV appearance. Where I can't remember what the Terry Christian show, The Word, nineteen ninety, and they do whatever supersonic. Yeah, but they do whatever as well, isn't it? Ooh. No, maybe it's the second or third. Maybe it's second, one of yeah. the first, anyway. But, my God, his voice in it. It's yeah. just him sitting there with a tambourine and Noel's just playing acoustic. Oh, man. Have you seen wow. Live Forever from that? Yeah, it's incredible. Oh, it's my just God. Like sitting on the still. The way his voice breaks in the middle yeah. of it. It's like, if anyone's ever heard, um, what's that song by Smashing Pumpkins? I used to be a little boy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like that. The killer in me is the mm. killer. That song. It's uh, Billy Corgan's voice breaks apart in that song. 
and it's very poignant and beautiful and lovely awesome, yeah. and Liam's voice does it in and uh, Richard Ashcroft's voice does it in history as well yeah. the song by the verb which is really good but uh, yeah oh, man fucking some of those things like I don't know just the way music can, can fucking hit you yeah. it's not even I don't know it's, it's crazy so Elton John best gig you've ever been to yeah? Glenn answered yeah I'll take that or Elton John man I think I don't know I've, I've seen a lot especially recently yeah yeah but yeah I think no Glenn answered what's your favourite code line gig you've ever been to <laughs> I've been to all of yeah. them yeah, yeah. I mean I've, I've been to all the ones they've played in Ireland and a lot of them in England too yeah the guys did a gig in Milan and I can't think of the name of the venue it was like a where- the San Siro. <laughs> yes, that was it. No, they did a gig. It was like a little. It was like yeah, a small warehouse or storage area for like a freighting company or something. Mm. It was like they just cleared out all the pallets. There was like these mad big gar- garage doors on the side of it. It was like you know deadly. Yeah, it was amazing, and the crowd were mental. Like I have a video where they were like, "Oh, that life." Italians they are were, mental. Yeah, they were jumping up and down. The whole thing was shaking. I was standing on it. There was like this. A mezzanine floor where it's like a suspended floor and you can see out below you yeah like no like wall below it so it was just sitting on on air nearly the whole thing was shaking I was up there just uh, shooting video and the whole thing was shaking and the boys came out on stage I ran downstairs and followed them out on stage with the camera yeah and before they went all on they all gave each other a hug and they were like this is gonna be crazy yeah we gotta you know we gotta get this right and it was really like everybody was in the moment the whole crew everybody was like you know Cammy was on the desk and the lads walked on he was like let's do this yeah and my god was that. that Steve was just like whoa <laughs> you know his yeah. voice was absolutely incredible he sang notes and like all oh, comes down to you that he never did before yeah he was just ready to sing you know that guy when he is in the fucking mood it's it's, it's not a mood thing it's when he's in the zone it's, it's sitting in front of him yeah it's, it's angelic it's like well that guy can sing yeah you know yeah. it's not it's not like oh he has a lovely voice it's like do you Whoa. were you i don't think you actually had this gig or maybe you were the brixton academy one no i you didn't do there. i did the tree arena the night before that and then i didn't do the two or three gigs to follow no i didn't no. well we were at Brixton um, it was really cool I, I met up with some of my subscribers at the gig and it mm. was uh, like I don't know it was just really fucking cool they were really cool guys and um, hung around with us for the night I brought one of them to the after party um, which sounds glamorous but it was in a shithole dingy fucking anyway um, Steve's voice fucking went in the middle of the gig like the dude was not well yeah, um, I know, I, yeah. I'd, I'd been on on a bit of the tour and he was getting progressively worse every single night just um like he wasn't drinking he wasn't smoking he was just trying to preserve his voice and uh in this gig his voice went and uh it somehow made everything even fucking better yeah and and in the encore fighting for it yeah he doesn't give up he doesn't go for i will go for the low note he tries for the higher one you yeah know, and, and that's that like that. a million times better that's it's, it's the exact response like that Billy Corgan note in uh, Disarm mm. is, that's the name of the song or like Liam Gallagher in Live Forever like it's just fucking passion raw emotion yeah passion, exactly yeah. yeah it's fucking great that's what you want you want to see a singer fighting for the song yeah if it's easy then it doesn't mean anything yeah exactly it's like these pop artists you know like Niall Horan can go out and go 
and make his voice sound like ah oh, oh, and yeah, yeah. You, you want the singer it doesn't mean they have to scream no you just have to fucking mean yeah no you're not asking them to sacrifice something no. it's more just like that you want i don't know you you want a connection with the music that you're listening to mm-hmm. um have you you know the song Sign of the Times by Harry Styles I like that song I think it's fine but I like that song man that's a good song I don't have a problem with the song it's, um, it's it always just the minute I hear it reminds me of Owie that's what I love about it that's the problem I have <laughs> yeah I know obviously it's like oh he's ripped him off I don't know it's not that he's yeah, ripped him off I think it's off. just an it, to Bowie it's like I love music I could have like he this is the truth and I heard this from a reliable source as you know I know people in that <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. type of industry what did Sylvester Stallone tell you <laughs> he told me <laughs> <laughs> he said no uh, I was told that he had an album like not recorded but an album like written with like a couple of Ed Sheeran songs mm. a couple of songs from this person that person like you know Ian Archer a huge pop writer and yeah uh, Kid Harpoon another Kid huge. Rock yeah <laughs> it was just a cover <laughs> yeah American badass and he tried to pawn it off yeah. his own no uh, and he, he threw it away and he said that's not what I'm here to do he goes if I and he writes he writes music now I'm sure there was a, an army of songwriters I've, I've heard he's a very good songwriter I, I've heard yeah. I know someone who wrote a song no I can't say that I'm no thinking. you can't no no, no. <laughs> I've heard that he writes surprisingly good songs. Yes, a um, guy I know from the industry that I met through Codaline wrote a song with him and showed it to me, and it was unbelievably pop. Did you show me the lyrics to that? I did. That was though, like it was a pop song. But those lyrics were very good. Like, very, yeah. like, do, like but do, the problem was is that this guy just presumed that you know Harry Styles from One Direction is gonna go in the One Direction route right and Harry Styles I've met him I've gone out with him he's a nice guy I think the way I kind of seen him or summed him up was that he's a really polite guy Mm. that I think he just sat in that room and just said right well this is going in a very pop direction I don't want to tell him otherwise because I don't really want to write a song with this guy yeah so I think he just said right well if I have to write lyrics to this song I'll make them good they were good they were good but I'll say this though um I I think Sign of Times is a good song uh, like irrespective of who wrote it what it is blah 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 it's a good song I like mm. it it's a jam but um, what I don't like is that he was interviewed uh, before the release of his album and they were like so like Trump Brexit there's, there's all of this there's the rise of populism there's the rise of the far right in Eastern Europe and, and different um did that affect your songwriting? Because the song title Sign of the Times just appears that it might be in some way a geopolitical state. And Harry Styles goes, oh yeah, it's impossible for me to write songs and not take that into consideration. So that's exactly what I was thinking of. And the guy goes, sorry, what what do you mean? And he goes, yeah, that's that's it. It was, it was about that. And he goes, I mean, about what specifically? And Harry Styles goes, everything. <laughs> it's like... Fuck off. Yeah. Just I, fuck off. That to me is just his way of kind of going, well, obviously I write songs with everything in mind. What I take from this, what you said, now I don't know how he said it, so I presume it could have been a cuntish move. Yeah. But the way you said it, I took the words, not the, the manner you said it. <laughs> it was his way of going, yeah. well, of course I take that all into consideration because you got to see like how your song can be relative to everything when you write it. So it's like, right, well, that song is called The Sign of the Times. People are going to think that's about that. So it's like, 
did you take that into consideration when you wrote the song? Of course I did. What does don't stop your crying, it's a sign of the times even mean? Just stop your crying. Is it's that what he says? Just yeah. stop your crying. It's yeah, so it makes more sense. Yeah, it does, yeah. Just stop your crying, it's a sign of the times. We've got to get away from here. Does he not say don't at any point? Just stop. Yeah. Still, though. Fuck it. Nah, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I, I actually really like him. No, and, I don't um, I don't like the One Direction thing. I, I think he was a burst of stardom that he never, ever, ever, even with that album, he wouldn't have got. Yeah. I don't believe so. They're great songs, but they're not good enough if he started out with that album. Here's the most annoying Harry Styles quote is, you know their song, um, I don't I don't actually even know the name of it, but it's to the tune of do, 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 do. Right, maybe. Um, yeah. Uh, um, Harry Styles song. Yeah, no, it's a One Direction song. Oh, One but Direction it's, song. Should I stay or should I go now? But it's uh, right. Okay. One of their and it it takes that riff, and um, Harry Styles, someone was like, "Hey, that sounds a lot like Should I Stay or Should I Go by The Clash." And Harry Styles goes, "Yeah, did you like that? Yeah, I wrote that, and I was thinking it does sound like that, but there's only so many." melodies you can write so it's fine <laughs> it's just like oh fuck off yeah, would you yeah, yeah. jesus um but no I, I do actually like him i don't know why i started well it's because i've had like a few beers yeah, so had a couple just we're gonna need some more we do need more there's more in the fridge so what do we want to do will we continue or do you think we've covered i feel like we've covered everything but i kind of am really enjoying it i'm really enjoying it as well yeah i think the people are going to miss out when we press stop and continue to talk i think so beer. too yeah I could tweet and ask for questions, or we could just keep going. I don't mind. Let, let's take a cut. Yep. Get it here. So what's the best movie you've seen this year? This year. Or what have you gone to see in the cinema this year? I, I, I don't go to the cinema much. Yeah. I'm spoiled by the luxury That's of what we have in house. about you. Here, I'll, I'll say this to you, right? You are a man of many sort of... You're a man of international mystery in terms of... I'm going to do the intro to this show... Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna say, joined today by my friend Kieran. Yes. You are, like, legitimately speaking, right? You're a musician. Right. You are a uh, a, a movie director. Mm-hmm. It's true. You it's are stretching it. A bit. Yeah. yeah. We, uh... Well, what else? Film creator. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Like, w- yeah. like what? You know, if it's so, you're a musician. You're a film creator. Um, you you do some serious editing. You're a photographer, like you do all these things these, these are all like legitimate skills and talents that you have mm-hmm. um, from your perspective and uh, it, it's even more interesting because you don't have a degree in any of these things like this is all like completely natural to you the way that it comes what movie deserves the Oscar for best did, did, what, what movies have you seen this year we'll say that I'll tell you the, the last best movie I've seen yeah. when I said that is unbelievable mm-hmm. Whiplash Whiplash, really? I absolutely adored it. You haven't seen Dunkirk, or I've seen Dunkirk. Yeah, What's Dunkirk's amazing. Yeah, 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 really good. Because Whiplash is from like 2016. But, but I only watched it there a couple of months ago ah, okay. for the yeah, first yeah. time. That's the like best last movie. Or Logan, I absolutely adored. That was unreal. Yeah, I Very absolutely adored that movie. Is that a 2017 release? I think it is. Yeah, yeah, I think right? it is too. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. Yeah, mm. yeah. Because I only watched that. I got it on box office like two months ago so yeah yeah, yeah. that's a great movie yeah mm. um, did you watch any of the DC superhero movies no not no? yet it's, it's weird because you're a huge Batman fan I was I, I still haven't watched Batman vs Superman yeah still haven't seen keep, it, keep I, it keep it that way yeah I'm worried about the Affleck thing um, I really like Ben Affleck but he's not Batman 
I really like him too, but I don't like him anymore because of all the allegations that are surfacing. That's right, that, yeah. yeah. It's a bit ropey now at the moment. That's why his marriage broke down and stuff. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, I think... I don't know. I really liked the image of him as a great guy and I was so willing to get behind it, but yeah, it seems like he's... Do you know what I was just about to start watching? What? Because I like to wait for seasons to go along before I watch something you know, mm. weird like that. I can't wait. I was about to watch House of Cards. Oh, Yeah. How's that working out for you? <laughs> I'm not gonna, not gonna do it. I will do it, but oh, you're actually a great person to ask about this. Um, so you're, hmm, you're, you are a fairly huge Michael Jackson fan, aren't you? A in, huge in a lot of ways. Yeah. Fan, yeah. Um, how do you reconcile your appreciation of his music with the whole like? So he was never found guilty of anything. That's why I don't have to think about it. That's what I thought. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. But he definitely did some shit. No, he didn't because he just found innocent. I know, but Corey... I uh, don't look into it. Yeah, I don't, that's exactly I don't, it. I don't touch on it because Michael Jackson, to me, I always call him an alien mm. because he, mm. the things he did were just so special. It's just from... So he's just an incredible part, an amazing just musician. He is a musician even though he doesn't play instruments. He's one of the greatest of all time. He is. And I put him in the category of one of the best musicians of all time. Yeah, no, de- definitely. Because what he did with Feel, the way he spoke to the piano player when he was playing, just he, he taught people how to play music when he couldn't play an instrument and that's mm. why he's an alien. Yeah. but So the fact that he was found innocent I don't have to brush on and that's why I'm waiting for his cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, you know, there's allegations. Michael Jackson was hit with the same ones. The exact same. Michael when Jackson. When you think of it, everybody goes, oh, well, no, Michael Jackson was a creep and Kevin Spacey's, you know, it's not, It's the exact same. Like, he, he groomed younger people. Yeah. And it's wrong, but Michael Jackson had an excuse. You know, he had... He had like, even though... Michael Jackson is that fucking weirdo, whereas Kevin Spacey isn't. The, That's what's even creepier about it, I think. The biggest, Maybe he is. The biggest yeah. red flag about Michael Jackson, and I don't know if you noticed or not, but um, Corey Feldman, I think it's Corey Feldman, it might be Corey Hayne, but I'm pretty sure it's Corey Feldman, um, was able to identify like a birthmark on Michael Jackson's dick. Right. Uh, proving that he saw it, right. Um, and, and like that's a fucking red flag. See, I didn't know that. Okay, but I'm still willing to accept that Corey Feldman may have seen it. What was it, 12 counts he was acquitted on? I don't know. But, like, I don't think... He, he definitely didn't do anything to the people that he was found not guilty of assaulting. But I he, believe so. Yeah. I don't think he did, but I also just... I don't know. There's, there's something there. That guy used to have to take that drug to sleep, which killed him. There's there's something haunting that man. There's something there, but I wonder if it's actually not an explicitly, like, predatory thing. If it's just... Maybe he, not. Like, I, I think he was on so many drugs that he, he probably couldn't even get it up if he tried. That's it. So, like, part of me thinks, like, this guy, he was so fascinated with the kids' reality of Neverland and all of that that, like, they, they probably saw him naked, but they maybe didn't... So and that's... So, like, that's a really... When you, when you think about it, right, when you put it... I'm going to go fucking Michael Jackson here, his mindset, right? Which is going to be... Scary. Draw right? on the times that you've touched kids. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna go Michael Jackson mindset scary shit here. So Michael Jackson, uh, as we know, as a child, was a child even in his just before he died. Well, there's no the evidence. Mind, I'm just kidding. Yeah, he, 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 he definitely was yeah, a child. He was, he, the mind of a child. He yeah. had Neverland. He had all these things. So the most insecure man on the planet. 
he went from black to white mm. his face was completely plastic yeah he had to use an umbrella during the sun mm. if you had that face how would you feel and went from black to white and we're the biggest star on the planet Ooh. right three so loaded questions then you come into the like the, the man was a child in his mind and what children do when their kids is is like you know show each other these things to mm. get the acceptance of other children that's true yeah and say well you're not different because it's fine and children what Michael Jackson always said was they don't judge they never judge they, they just be with you and they're just fun and they're happy and he goes I've been judged my whole life everything I've ever done from my father when I was very very young to the public when I got famous to you know everything he was yeah. judged the whole time so he surrounded himself with children from freedom from anxiety because children don't judge mm. and that could be where some of those things are stemming from but that's very dark of me to think that no that's very dark but like you know what I mean it's a possible explanation that's where I go that's as far as I'll take it I'll see the method in his madness yeah, yeah and I'll yeah. take it as just he was acquitted of everything and he's one of the most talented people to ever walk the earth yeah but he might have done some morally shady stuff but not necessarily I don't think in his right mind though. yeah 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 you know I don't think he was genuinely going I want to do this I think, yeah. he, I think there was madness there it's one of those I, I think um, I, I think this year like one of the things I've just learned and one of the things that I will take away from this year is that nobody is good or bad you know like there's no good people bad people like and there's no smart people stupid people um everything is shades of gray and you have to take that into account with everything and um one of the things that's gotten me to that point is the whole brand new thing um their lead singer jesse lacy i spoke about him in a, in a recent bonus episode but uh this dude apparently groomed like 15 year old girls um now he didn't actually do anything with them until they were like nineteen. Okay. Until they were legal age. It's still not right. It's still not right. Um, and, and also the legal age in the state that he comes from is sixteen. Yeah. It's still not right. Still it, not it's right still now. a federal offense to group. So, it, it, like, there's some morally shady things, but every single album from Brand New has a burst of lyrics that are about how ashamed this guy is of himself and how little control he has over his emotions and it's sort of just this like it, like to listen to their albums actually physically tires me out they're, they're so fucking heavy yeah like yeah. you're just getting right in this guy's head and you're like jesus like that this guy and i you i used to listen to it and think like uh, people who suffer from depressive disorders generally feel guilt where there's no guilt yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They, 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 they shouldn't but they do yeah and I was like, oh, this guy, man, he's torturing himself. But actually, no, he's he's punishing himself for things that That's he it. fucking did. That's it. And uh, like, uh, like I, I said this in, in the podcast I recorded recently, which was just me. But the cynic in me looks at that and thinks like, this is fucking so interesting. Mm. You're getting to hear a guy who's committed these crimes. And they are crimes. They're federal crimes. And you're getting to hear him talk to himself about it and like psych give a psych evaluation yeah, yeah. That's it. and it's like it's like interesting it's it's this real fucking raw connection between him and the person that he hates and how he can't in one of their songs he goes I took bricks from the dam almost every day and now I'm drowning in the flood I made I'll explain myself to me on the other side because I'm gonna need some answers when I die yeah. and it's really like this dude is fucking tearing away at himself every day and thinking like when I die I will know why I do this yeah. and it's real like like I, I fucking appreciate that lyricism and I think in my head by respecting that am I not being 
um, am I not sort of disrespecting his victims? Do you know what I mean? And it's not really. No, you. Yeah, yeah, but you're sort of trapped in this loop, oh, right? Yeah. Like, if I knew those people personally, there's no way I'd be like, "Yeah, Laura, but listen to this." No, Laura. of course. Do you know what I mean, no, 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 no. So it's like fucked but up. But at the same time, you take what you want from a song. It's, it's like as cliche as it sounds, that's the beauty of music that mm. you don't have to sympathise with anybody. You just gotta, you gotta listen. And if you like it, you like it. You don't gotta. You don't have to explain why you like it. Yeah. Can, can you, you know? You've nobody to answer to. Can you think of a thing like that for you? Like a, a point where you felt conflicted about a piece of art that you've appreciated. Like there's, there's like Woody Allen movies, Roman Polanski movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's Lost Prophets music. For me, the the biggest thing at the moment is brand new, and it's it's like this one like awakening for me where I'm like shit. Like, mm. people are fucking people and they make mistakes and they fuck up and they hate yeah. themselves for it and like you have to appreciate that you can't just like you can't just disregard an entire body of work because of someone's misdemeanors and I don't use the word misdemeanors as like oh they just made a Lightly, mistake yeah, no, yeah. No, no, no. yeah like you know Ride of the Valkyries yes I know of yeah, yeah yeah so Wagner who composed that was an anti-Semite yeah that's right and yeah. knowing that makes me think like shit mm. every time I hear that now I'm gonna think of yeah. and and that was used in the movie Birth of a Nation where the Ku Klux Klan rode in and saved a town from these black savages and all like th- there's huge racial connotations gone way back about that tune and I don't think about that when I hear it mm. I think about the Blues Brothers I think yeah, about Daniel yeah. Bryan's entrance music I think about like good so yeah I don't know it's, it's fucking playing at me like I think 2017 a huge thing that's happening at the moment is we're writing criminals out of history and I don't necessarily know that it's the right thing to do like yes punish them for their crimes but is their art a part of that or is it it's not no if they're not explicitly referencing their crimes yeah, in yeah their like art, blatantly like yeah. that's what I did and yeah like if all of Lost Prophets songs were about but to a certain extent it does let it down it because does because you're you're yeah, it's so hard to explain. Yeah. Especially when you love something and someone else has no connection to it and they're like, well, he's a fucking madman, why do you like it? Yeah. So like, hang on a minute, you know. It's like, you know, if somebody loves, as simple as me loving, say, Elton John, and all this shit came out about Elton John, say my mom loves Elton John, and all this shit came out, and say if my mom, if my mom, say, liked an artist that I don't like, mm-hmm. say Daniel O'Donnell, or Shaggy yeah or whatever <laughs> so my mum say she doesn't but if she did like Daniel O'Donnell an Irish country singer if a lot of allegations came out I could easily turn around to my mum and go I fucking told you he's a, you know he's a scumbag he's this he's that it will taint the when people start saying to you you're wrong for liking something yeah that's where you get it taints it for you yeah nobody should ever criticise you for liking somebody's music who's create like committed crimes it's like I think there's fault in that because these people are in bands. There's there's other musicians there that are also added to this, you know. Yeah, you never feel the opposite way about that, do you? Because I am um, uh, Pete Wentz from Fallout Boy famously dated a fifteen year old, right? And that's a yeah. fact. He like it, that that's a that's a thing that happened in reality. And yeah. then he married her when she was like twenty one or whatever. But when they were fifteen, when she was fifteen, they started dating. And um, I genuinely think anyone who listens to Fallout Boy is a pedophile now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like I hate that band I think they're fucking garbage I'm not, yeah, I'm not into them and, and when people are like oh Fall Out Boy are so good I'm always like a little piece of me not a piece that matters or whatever but a little piece of me is like 
Ugh. Yeah. You know nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you listen to shit music. Like, mm. this shit doesn't mean anything to you. It's like hearing someone likes Fallout Boy, and then if they were to defend Pete Wentz, you're like, fuck you. Yeah, fuck Fucking yeah. dudes of Peter. But at the same time as well, I do. Like, just because there's no, like, deep meaning to songs and blah That's... blah blah, I can completely understand someone just seeing freedom of. of happy-go-lucky music yeah that's fine someone could be suffering silently and just god this is a great release because it's just fun to bob along to that's that's music too that's fine a great example of that is aerosmith i don't know if you know this no one really knows this steven tyler from aerosmith adopted a 14 year old fan of his um back in the 70s and basically sexually abused her but that was a thing as well among these musicians elvis elvis did a very thing yeah yeah liberace met a guy who was played by Matt Damon in the movie now I'm going off the movie you know I I, I don't know Liberace's story movies are all 100 yeah. <laughs> but this is like the facts are there where the words that are spoken and the accents that are taken may not be mm. but the facts are is that Liberace met a guy he used to go through men and then when he was bored with them off you go mm. but he used to bring them in he'd buy them all this stuff and they were the ones you know you're the guy I love you and that's it but he was writing books about like being in relationships with women nobody knew wow so he met this guy he fell in love with him he bought him a house he bought him cars he bought him jewellery he spoiled him like and like all the like the house staff were jealous because you know this boy young guy was getting all the attention off Liberace Liberace was 60 this guy was like 70 and 18 Mm. he fell in love with him he bought him all this stuff uh, they were going out together secretly and then he adopted them. Oh. Yeah. That fucking is so weird. It's weird. And then the relationship broke up because a new guy came on the scene and then the younger guy got jealous of Liberace's new relationship with this guy from another band who was a singer whereas, he, you know, he wasn't and he was like, oh, the musicianship, they're going to... Yeah. It's, so um... he sued him but the world and he died of AIDS and the world went on to believe for a while that he was a straight man yeah the um Jesus there's mm. a lot to unpack there mm. um Liv- Livracci is seen as like a very positive figure for the LGBT community like a sort of um all of his misdemeanors are excused because of. What I know, yeah, because yeah, what he did as well. Yeah, like, it's Rick. It, that's a mad book to open as well. Though, you yeah, know, yeah, that. But that, but that's like that's what I'm saying. But is, that's another great movie that I've seen because it, it it just that's what I love about good movies that they open your eyes to things that you'd never, you sure. know, I, like I've heard a Liberace track before, but I didn't know who that man. The name Liberace to me was just foreign. That man was just, I don't know. I, I have two references for him in my life, mm. right? Uh, I, I genuinely will just say right now, 100%. I don't really know who he is. I know he's a cultural icon. Yeah. Don't know who he is. My, my two references are uh, 50 Cent in the track Hustler's Ambition mm. goes, racists pointing at me, look at Nigarachi, hello. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, Kid Rock saying, Punk rock, the Clash, boy bands are trash. I like Johnny. Ke- no, 
that's the he says watch me ride with Liberace Flash right that's what it is um, you know Liberace Flash is like I don't, he goes the gold he goes no gays away I don't play with ass but watch me ride with Liberace Flash punk rock the clash boy yeah. bands are trash <laughs> it's a fucking lyricism 101 yeah, right there yeah. with Kid Rock Jesus this dude is running for fucking Pathetic. yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's fucking madness but have you seen the Liberace no you haven't seen no I Liberace. haven't seen it no if you could take a man, right, going on what I told you about Liberace, he, he's completely gay. Mm. You know, he, he talked very camp, if you yeah, want to yeah. say that word. Who played him? So Matt Damon played the the younger guy who we fell in love with. <laughs> what year did the movie come out? I'm not sure. Oh, estimate. I have no idea. <laughs> Fucking hell. Google. James Cagney. No, um, all right. No, it's if I Google it enough. Yeah, here, I'll Google it. Right? Yeah, yeah, you Google it, tell me what year. Right, so think about, yeah, so have a think about who could play Liberace and you're going to be so surprised. Really? Yeah. Wow. Was it Tupac Shakur? It is. And he's alive. <laughs> I knew it. I always knew it. There was yeah. something about him that screamed, I played Liberace. Okay. Also, is it Liberace with a V or a B? This is one thing that's kind of... A B. A B. Isn't it? Liberace. Yeah, it's Liberace. L-I-B-E-R-A-C-E. So Liberace Liberace Yeah so Liberace yeah. 2013 2013 mm. Jesus So Matt Damon plays the younger guy Jesus if Matt He Damon. made uh, This is the truth as well Liberace made The young guy Before he adopted him Get plastic surgery To look like him And then adopted him So he Essentially wants to have sex With himself Okay who played Peop- Liberace So I'm thinking people Who look like Matt Damon Right so No 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 it's not Because Matt Damon was made to look like no Matt Damon didn't play Liberace no he played the kid but yeah. but the kid was made to look like Liberace there's not really much of a reference there so it's no. not Mark Wahlberg or Ben Affleck no oh so fuck who played it 2000 now bear in mind that Liberace was a lot older than this young guy how well known is this actor incredibly well known <laughs> Jesus Christ Eddie Murphy just kidding yeah. um, fuck me incredibly well known how many Oscars I'll give you three known? guesses I doubt any but incredibly well known can you give me a clue he's no but you wouldn't suspect him because he's not that kind of like he's not like oh my god that guy's playing Liberace it's going to be amazing it's like give what me, really give me one clue just one single thing I can pick at right okay so he's well known for the opposite of this role where he's well known for having sex with women in all his movies Jesus Christ all his movies Michael like, Douglas yes no fucking way yeah. Michael, Michael Douglas. Douglas oh my god <laughs> fucking Unbelievable. get in there I love it fuck me how could I have possibly gotten that first one unreal Michael Douglas plays Liberace and he's fucking incredible no way yeah what a fucking hit man that was amazing Jesus Michael Douglas yeah yes <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it mm. that's fucking savage it's unreal Jesus yeah, Michael Douglas, Liberace, and Matt Day, and it's really intimate. Like, mm. it's like, how did they do that? But it's watch it. It's incredible. All you guys that are hopefully not under five, <laughs> watch this fucking movie. Oh, dude, like ninety five percent of the audience is under five. <laughs> <laughs> Should they do? Don't even know what we're this saying. This used to be so. called the Lego Hour. <laughs> I had to change it. Yeah. Like a copyright strike. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. We've been at this for a while. We have. Yeah. It's gone well, I think. It's gone very well. I've gotten yeah. very drunk towards the end of it. Same. Which is good, because I'm going to... 
I probably do you know I listened to the one we did in 2014 like a year later <laughs> yeah. so I'm hoping in a year later I'll look back at that time in my mind go well I was an idiot then that's fine <laughs> you know we have some questions from Twitter alright let's answer these we might as well close up. okay yeah. so the first one this is for you this is this is the most esoteric and meta question I can okay. imagine, and I don't know how you're expected to answer it, but, Kieran, yes, did all the original guests die in some kind of horrible accident on board a private jet while flying to the Midnight Hour Studios? Jesus, that sound. You know that's an insult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, they fucking did. Yeah. Yes. And we all, I mean, may they rest in peace. May they. Okay. Thoughts on recent EA being a greedy corporation controversy. Have you heard of this? Not really, no. Right. Are you familiar really. with the concept of... Um, so you're, a, you're a big Minecraft player. I yes. I don't know if there's a parallel for this, right? But see this game here. Yep. So this is a game I like to call Star Wars Battlefront 2. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I like the spin on that. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. good. Yeah, they should have called it that. Yeah, exactly, they should have. Um, so in this game, before it came out, it was announced that uh, Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker—it's not right. Darth Vader and someone else. Darth Vader and Han Solo, maybe. I yeah. don't know. Are not playable characters. Right. But they will be if you unlock them. And mm-hmm. if you want to unlock them, it will cost you two and a half grand or forty hours of game time. You're right. Okay. Right. So um, the whole concept of microtransactions in the game, making games play to win. This has become a huge thing, and and the fans sort of call it corrupt now. The fans are like, "Fuck no!" And yeah. EA are like, "Well, okay." Um, microtransactions are gone out of the game forever. Yeah. Now they haven't said forever, but like that's what they've done. They've said, "Okay, microtransactions are no more." Mm-hmm. So that's so now we're just you know you you play the game if you want to unlock Darth Vader, it'll take a long time, but you you can't buy your way there. Right. So. What's your opinion on that? Basically, I, I like. I mean, you used to play FIFA back in the day. I don't know if you ever paid money on packs. I'd be surprised if you never, did. No, I never even signed up to a subscription for like online yeah. game. And that was like I played PlayStation before that fucking time. You know? No, you played PlayStation during that time. You just didn't fucking know that people were playing I think to win. So, yeah. yeah, the the cunts that were smashing you and you were like, "What the fuck are they doing?" They were paying. To oh, fucking... you thought they were just fucking losers. <laughs> <laughs> no, they are that, yeah. <laughs> but it's because they pay that much money. Yeah. So, yeah, um, um, this yeah. is a, this is a huge thing now. Microtransactions, and games. right? I don't know your fucking vision or outlook on this, but for me, I yeah. think it's great. <laughs> yeah, no, I think EA obviously one hundred percent, one thousand percent are corrupt. A hundred percent, like well, corrupt in a sense of not criminal. Yeah, let, let's let's use the word corrupt. As uh, they're greedy, they're they're a greedy company. Yeah, greedy and company. Yeah. The the predominant thing in their mind is their way money. of getting rid of right. If I was to spin that, the, what do you call them? Microtransactions. Mm. I don't see how they benefit from it. From microtransactions. No, from getting, from getting rid, rid of, of it. it. Yeah. The it's... only thing I can think of is for the hype. Yeah. No? It's, it's purely. Uh, yeah. All right. We listen to the fans, and that's we, it. Yeah. So there's. Yeah, there's a, I, I don't know. I don't really have a vision on it because I'm not in that world. The, the way... Yeah, tell me. On, on FIFA, um, people purchase packs. It's mm-hmm. like when you used to go and buy a packet of stickers for your... You get your player game. cards, yeah. right? Yeah. So FIFA do that for uh, Ultimate Team and, you know, sometimes you'll get fucking 
Ronaldo. Yeah. Sometimes you'll get fucking. Yeah, yeah, Sonogo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it, the the way that works is. But know, I'm sure that's corrupt as well. That's uh, I I think that's that's an algorithm, yeah. which is its own form of corruption. Yeah. Um, it's, but it's designed to for them to win. So the story goes, and I I think this is a verified fact. EA make more money from those microtransactions than they do from sales of the game. I believe so too. Yeah. This is a this is a game that sells to millions of people, and they make so so they must make like let's say right. So you're talking seventy euro a game. I don't know how much of that goes to very little of that goes to the actual console. Because weren't, weren't PlayStation saying that they make a loss on every console? That's um, bullshit, I'd say. No, that's not bullshit. That's no, I've true. heard this story a million times that they definitely lose money. On the console? Yeah. yeah. I, but, but they make money on your subscription, your PSN. But that's yeah. what the console is built for. Well, Consoles now are not built for you to game on. They're built so they can sell you a subscription. But Sony that's never, what people are missing. Sony never used to charge for online access, and now they do. That's it's, the like, it's like saying that Sky Digital will release a box so you can watch telly. Yeah. No, they don't. Sky Digital will release a box so you can. They can get. Sky Digital can go you. fuck themselves. But, <laughs> do you get what I'm saying? Dude? So, yeah. whereas the, the gaming, the old generation gaming world, whereas you could buy a console to play games, mm. is fucking gone. It doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. So, PlayStation taking a loss on the console is something they know before they go it's not like oh my god we took a loss we thought we are going to make money yeah. they knew they were like we're going to take a loss here but we're doing it to make it affordable enough for people to buy with the power that's in it so they will subscribe because they're all going to well let's say EA makes fucking Jesus I don't know they they must make hundreds of millions off Ultimate Team it must be it yeah. must be hundreds of millions like that. that's the number that it has to be it has to be 100% yeah like there's no way that that's a moral fucking thing. There's no fucking way. There's yeah. constantly stories well, coming out about parents. Love about PlayStation as well is that you think FIFA, well FIFA are getting all the money, hmm. and then you think, oh Modern Warfare, well Modern Warfare get all the money for that game. No, they fucking don't. It's PlayStation Four Modern Warfare. Well, I think PlayStation Four make very little of the money off that, but they make a lot of the money off the. The PS4 exclusive that's, that's, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying to you No the Man's selling, Sky or yeah, fucking yeah. whatever else it is honestly the reason why PlayStation 100% fact I will fight you to the end of the earth of this the reason why they release that console and take a loss on it is because that is the business yeah no that's not accidental or by mistake that's like yeah yeah we sell them the thing and they buy this that's grand and then we'll come out and go oh we're taking a loss but anyway so are we saying that EA are cunts yes yeah, because they fucking are yeah. though. Like and they so would are. I be if I owned EA. Yeah, and I would too. Yeah. And I'd fucking say, all of you nerds, you're going to fucking bully your parents into fucking giving me that because money. Because if someone showed you a fucking piece of paper with 100 million written on it, and then yeah. someone showed you another piece of paper with, you know, 20 grand on it, which one are you going to fucking take? Here's a callback to an earlier moment tonight when I was saying socialism is good. Listen, lads, <laughs> capitalism is the way forward. <laughs> fucking give me your money, you stupid cunts. Fucking, uh, like, listen, I will link my PayPal in the description and you will tell your mother to fucking give me money. Yeah. And that's just the way it is. <laughs> Obviously, that's a joke. Yeah. Jeez. We love you. Uh, next question from Mark Weldon. Hi, Mark. Here's a question for you, Kieran. Yes. Having been on two episodes and being the only ever recurring guest. Yeah. <laughs> how long do you see yourself doing the midnight hour? 
I see myself doing the midnight hour. Approximately 15 minutes longer. (laughs) Let's see, can we still go to a pub that's open in sorts? It's still possible. For all you guys, oh, this isn't live, so they can't meet us. (laughs) No, that's right, yeah. But yeah, no, I will... They're also under the age of five. I want to do another one uh, before February. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Because I'm I'm doing a lot of stuff with my life right now, Mm. so I'm like, okay, before Christmas, I doubt it. But after Christmas, straight away. And from the same person, do you watch any American sports? No. Yes, he does. Next question (laughs) from Scott. Thoughts on the current state of YouTube now compared to YouTube a couple of years ago? Here's something you can talk a lot about. I can answer. So as a content creator, hypothetically, if you were one, what would you think about the way YouTube works now? Based on what I've told you. Yeah, YouTube is an absolute fucking disaster, <laughs> right? And YouTube is one of these typical money-making scams that originally came out just such as gaming did to give people an experience. And now it's there to make money. The art of YouTube, the experience of YouTube is gone. True. I don't mind ads because, you know, you got to pay to watch things. you got to, you know, if you're going to see something cool, you don't mind waiting 10, 5 seconds before you watch it. That's absolutely fine with That's me. That's fine with me too, yeah. It's the ways in which they choose to like oh, they politicise what you that's exactly what I'm trying to say yeah. yeah I fucking hate them for that it's a, I don't mind if I go on and search for something and I click on it and then there's ads everywhere I don't mind as long as that little window is there for me to watch my video yeah. I absolutely don't mind but the way they're going about selling you things and just putting shit up because they think their algorithm they've like made their algorithm clever enough to tell me what the fuck I want to watch it's bullshit the algorithm should solely go on what I've watched before and that's not the case anymore YouTube is a corrupt business overwhelmed by greed and arseholes who are not there to give the viewer an experience they're there to make money off them alright but what do you really think about it I don't know that would be my answer from YouTube I um, I'm perplexed uh, uh, by their current by their current standards of what's acceptable and what isn't and what might not be That's acceptable for enterprise it, it, it's a very... fucking algorithm but here's the problem like so I, I'm pretty sure I, I got this comment last week from this guy that was like man you spew some cancerous anti-white rhetoric like like I can show you a video I uploaded today and there's three comments from the same person Cancer, cancer, cancer. <laughs> Fuck me. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know, like, like it's like, I don't fucking know. People yeah. want me to do a podcast. I make it up as I go along. I say what's in my head. I used to be 23. I was a fucking idiot when yeah. I was 23. The fucking difference in my life, like, like from a fucking ground foundation level, me as a 23-year-old, my views on the economy, everything... I studied economics in college like that that would have been a specialist subject of mine like I'm looking at it now from 27 by the way I turned 27 two weeks ago where's my Ow! fucking happy birthday comments you Bitches. motherfuckers I turned 27 in a week yeah you do yeah bitch mm. yeah. bitch tough yeah Mr. White imagine yeah. you do that and yeah <laughs> magnets <laughs> bitch yeah Mr. White I can't even do it man that show anyway uh mm. Those motherfuckers. Um, Everybody's fucked. YouTube is fucked. EA is fucked. But but yeah. YouTube is going down a path that doesn't have to go down. No, and but you, see, a- you, you hit a nail on the fucking head. 
you make drastic moves when something is going down. Yeah. YouTube is falling. It is. Yeah. It's it's, it's going down. Yeah. It's going to be visible. Ask- I don't I don't see YouTube being replaced. I just see YouTube being passed by. Yeah, by multiple things. There's not going to be it's one. It's not like something, oh, that's going to yeah, happen. Vimeo isn't going to go, oh, YouTube can't. It's going to be Vimeo, Dailymotion, fucking. It's uh, just going to be a fucking yeah. collaboration of look, sh- more shit. Look at, look at um, if you go on, on Reddit now, um, the way that people upload goals that have come on in football. It's like streamable and fucking jiffy image and all that yeah, shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fuck you, YouTube. Next question. Next question. Scott. Thoughts on the current state of... (laughs) (laughs) Nice question from Carson Wentz. Is there something that particularly excites you about the future of gaming? That's a good question. Because there's one answer. Yeah. Yeah. VR. Yeah, VR. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. We have a VR headset in the house. I live with Steve. And Steve bought a VR headset. And I got addicted to driving like Gran Turismo Gran Turismo yeah you yeah. just tell me about that this yeah. is how old I've gotten I <laughs> yeah. remember the name of the fucking game yeah. it's not Gran Turismo it's no it is Gran Turismo is it yeah, yeah. it's the latest Gran Turismo yeah, yeah no it's not it's not oh well Steve told me it was no he got that oh but it's not that I was playing it's like one of these fucking another games. driving game yeah it was the first one for VR really it's not Gran Turismo there's two driving games on VR that's very interesting because that's rare because yeah. it, it's no, VR. it's not. No, a hundred percent not. Because I remember one of the guys in the house saying, "Oh, Gran Turismo is coming out soon. This is going to be amazing." Yeah. And you were already driving. Yeah, yeah. Wow, really? Yeah. And it was an amazing game. Was the one you were playing the London Heist, something like that? No, because uh, it was I'm... just a track, and you drive a car around. It was really basic, like yeah, yeah. It was Gran Turismo without any of the real excitement. <laughs> so it was Need for Speed Underground. It was something. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Need I, for um... Speed Underground was is. Probably my say Grand Theft Auto FIFA Need for Speed Underground. Yeah, Need for Speed Underground. That fucking that first I, game. Do you know my mom gave me a week off? Not a week off, about three days off school because I rented an exhibition for five days for like fifteen quid. What disease did you tell her you had? No, I didn't. My mom gave me the time off. Your mom is an angel. But no, now saying that my mom picked me up from school one day. And <laughs> saying that my mom's a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> my mom handed me the game, but I can't remember what it was called. Time something. Time Crisis? <sighs> no, it wasn't Time Crisis. No, um, it was a driving game named Time. No, no. Anyway, we're never gonna be able to get it. I will get it. Was it Time something? There was like robots. It was basically like Modern Warfare for the PlayStation Two, but it was like you know robots and stuff. Time. Maybe it's not time. Because <laughs> I remember she got a game and she was like, "Oh, the guy told me to get you this." She goes, "I just went in and bought it for you." I was like, wow, that's amazing. But I can't Ooh. remember the name of the fucking game. That's one of my favourite games of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of the fucking name. It's been, blah, I don't know, was there 13 a re- years. Was there a Resident Evil game? Was there a Resident Evil game with time in the name? It's not Resident Evil, 100% not. What was it? A, sh- a first-person shooter? Yeah, first-person shooter. And it was like robots and... I remember the map, but I don't remember the name of the game. I'm sure... Oh man, Time Crisis 2. No, it's not Time Crisis. I had Time Crisis. Time. No, it's nothing to do with time running. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, no. But anyway, next question. VR for me also. Uh, I I recently actually in town, there's a, I forget what the fucking thing is called, like VR experience or some shit, Mm -hmm. where um, you you turn up with a bunch of mates and uh, they're like, 
oh, you want to play VR, huh? A little bit of VR, huh? You want to play VR? And then they tell you to fuck off. Really <laughs> weird experience. No, right. um, I went I went to this VR yeah, thing with work, and it's you walk in, they uh, they sit you down, you, you put a headset on. Um, what's really interesting is you don't hold anything. No controller, no anything. Right. It's all sensors. Oh, amazing. And you're in space. That's the future. Oh, man. Yeah. Telling you, this like fucking a, thing. Do you ever see the diamond treadmill things you can stand on? It's exactly like oh. that. And That's uh, what I want. you move in space according to how fast you go. Like, <laughs> like you, you put your hands out full way, it boosts you forward. It's deadly. fucking unreal. And you have to work as a team and figure out all this shit. And it's yeah. deadly. And I think VR is the future of gaming. And I would have never said that like two years ago. No, years no, ago, neither would I. Would have never said it. But now I'm seeing what VR can do. And it's seriously fucking enlightening. Yeah, it's living up to the hype. Yeah, it is. So um, the next question is from Football Fan 8 who says. What is one thing you've seen in your life you wish you hadn't? Wow, that's a good question. Mm. So it's like, what what's acceptable to say without feeling like a fucking weirdo? Yeah. I don't know. I'll tell you one thing. Um, I was in London one time. Yeah. And I was hanging out with Nep. And uh really cool thing about hanging out with Nep back in the day was that you'd turn up to his pub and he'd be like, come on in. Everything is free. Have yeah. whatever you want. Um, but Nep, he's an amazing dude. Nep is the fucking yeah. man. Like he, he man. he's one of the most amazing people I've, I've ever met, met in my life. Twice, I think. What a lovely guy. Yeah, and he still talks about you. Like yeah. he's like he's just the fucking soundest guy ever. Yeah. Um, but you would turn up to Nep's pub, and Nep would be like, "Ah, you want food? Remember we ate in there for free, That's and we right, didn't yeah. even meet Nep. He's just like yeah. he's so fucking sound." Yeah, because you texted him. You said we're gonna go in and like meet you and he was like oh, I'm out and then like 10 minutes later he texts you back go in yeah you know, yeah. like everything's sorted yeah, yeah he used to tell you like mention behind the bar yeah, and get all. in there and say that yeah. Sort of, yeah Um. I so I was out with him in London and he wanted to go watch the Arsenal game and he was like oh, let's go to a different pub because he didn't want to hang around where he worked and I was like yeah but it's free here alright fine mm. you're talking central London prices like fucking £5.50 for a pint of Bex yeah, like yeah. would you fuck off with yourself it's piss yeah but uh, we were in this pub in central London and I went into the bathroom and uh, I have no shame in admitting that I get stage fright when I piss fair enough particularly when I've had a few pints and uh, I was standing there everyone was at the urinal and I was like fucking I used to go to I, that's I, why I don't use urinals anyway yeah. I was a Celtic season ticket holder I've been to White Hart Lane uh, I know what it's like to go for a piss at half time be surrounded by other cunts who yeah. are probably looking at your cock even though they say they're not they are and, and the social contract is that they're not but like they are of course they are they've never seen something that big before they want to see what's up <laughs> that's and that's it. just the way that it is yeah. so whatever um, but yeah I, I, so I was waiting on the cubicle and there was two blokes in the cubicle making a lot of noise and uh, I was like, all right, these lads are doing coke in mm. the jacks. That's whatever. And then eventually the door opened and I realized that they were not, in fact, doing coke at all. Oh, in shit. fact, they probably didn't do any drugs at all. And you're talking four o'clock on a Sunday afternoon Ooh. and I saw some shit I didn't need to see. Yeah. Yeah. And that's nothing to do with the fucking sexual orientation of either person involved okay. before people get weird and cunty about it. But... Yeah, uh, I wish I hadn't seen that because it changed my life. <laughs> I have a story, and then I'll answer the question straight up. So I'll keep it quick. A friend of mine, Tomo, a very, 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 very funny guy. 
and amazing. He should be a radio host. He's got a voice, he like talks like this. He's amazing. He said he's really open. He'll tell you everything. The most embarrassing stories ever. So he said he was over. Where the fuck was it? Is it Canada in the Hancock Tower? Where's the Hancock Tower? Might be the thing on the front of the Views album cover for all I know. Probably, I don't know. So he was working in a place across the road from the Hancock Tower. That's all I know. And Hancock here is relative, oh. like relevant, right? Okay, yeah. So he said, wherever this place is, it could be fucking California, I don't know. He said it was really, really sunny. Mm-hmm. And all the girls were walking around in bikinis, right? So he said to me, he goes, let's be honest, Kira. Right? He goes, if there's girls walking around in bikinis all day, what do you, what are you going to do? What do you need to do? I was like, right, okay, I get where this is going. So he said, he went down to the toilet, opened up the door, grand, sat down, pulled down his, his trousers and just did it. You know, he was like, got to do it. Girls in bikinis, he's mental. And he said he was fucking going hell for letters. I don't think, I don't think mental is, I think you're looking for a completely different, isn't there like a police term for he was in I don't know a public cubicle closed the door sat down okay and he was going hell for letters and he looked up <laughs> he was pulling himself a something yeah pulling the stomach out of himself but he was doing this in a private yeah like, yeah, private yeah, 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 yeah 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 so he looks up and there's a hole in it and he just sees an eye looking in and he's like oh shit pulls up his trousers he says he waits for about you know what felt like an hour about you know a minute a minute to two minutes <laughs> yeah. That guy's gone. You know, he heard the door close. He was like, okay, I'll wait another minute. Washed his hands, flutin' about. He goes, shit, I gotta get back to work. You know, <laughs> I came in here for a quick one, you know? Out of all the things this, I need to do right now. This was meant to be a minute thing, yeah. you know? It's like five minutes later. Yeah. So he opens the door, he walks out, and he's like, he looks around, and he goes, all clear, all good. You know, it's just like, whatever. Yeah. So, you know, walks, and he goes, I didn't get to do the deed, but whatever. He's like, thank God. So he's walking up, and there's this guy leaning against the wall and as he walks by this guy just looks at him and goes eh you jacking it bro <laughs> but there's a story about a cubicle <laughs> I tell you fucking you, you gotta meet Tomo you who is Tomo oh, it's it, it, Tomas Daly he's just a legend an person. Irish lad yeah he lives in my height wow what, what an amazing character I, I've seen uh, I've seen this these videos that go around sometimes and there was one on Facebook of some some fucking Americans and I will say that I, I fucking love Americans right my yeah, friend, yeah. my friends hate Americans they think like oh all Americans want to be Irish they're too ah, that's bullshit. they're yeah. the most polite fucking yeah. people and like I love Canadians too like I, I, have a, I have a large contingent of my family is Canadian so when it comes to Canada I feel like I have an automatic allegiance there like I will move there someday and live there and that's fine uh, Americans are so fucking polite yeah they're, they're so like straight to the point and they tell you what they think and that's that um and i saw this video and and i, I want to say as well before i tell the story um i drink in temple bar a lot because my work is near there and i end up drinking in temple bar and i always meet americans and they're so fucking polite yeah. to the point where you're like dude have you got like some kind of disease or something <laughs> what the fuck is wrong <laughs> with you nice yeah. To me, yeah. but they're sounding like i love talking to them but um these fucking guys were like in uh some guy was like taking a shit in a public bathroom stall and uh there was another guy next to him and he goes hey you all right bro you've been here a long time and he goes yeah man mostly solid dude he's like yeah cool man hey listen put your number in my phone and he puts his phone down the other guy puts his hand the very bottom of the stall where there's that little divider puts his hand out puts his number in puts it back they shake hands through the stall amazing 
And it's just, hey, bro, yeah. I want a piece of that. Yeah, you know? like, what the fuck yeah. is that? Like, it's just, I don't know. I, I've met so many American people and I can, I can... In Dublin, it'd be like, what are you fucking doing in there? Like, you know, <laughs> get the fuck out. Like. Or I remember one time in Dublin, a famous uh, evening of mine where I was on a work night out. And work nights out are very, you're, uh, you're yourself, you're a bit unleashed. But You're the guy you are in work, but a little bit loose. A little bit loose. Yeah. Not very loose. No, no, a little bit loose. But yeah. I, I, I had a cold at the time, and I went into the Jackson Blue in my nose, and we've talked about my nose enough, so... It just exploded. Let's say yeah. a substantial amount of... Was done. Yeah. Do you have any spare coke? No way. <laughs> no, I don't, pal. That's just... You, and you'd get that in work, I'd say. I know. Like, yeah. <laughs> actually, it's really funny because one of the lads reckons it was another guy from work actually asking me that. Probably so it was. It's fucking hard to know, but yeah. The answer to that question, no. which we've been taking a while, yeah. is I was in India. I seen. I went to Mother Teresa's hospice for the dying destitute to end this on a terrible note. Yeah, obviously. I seen a guy sitting in a bed that had his organs stolen. And he was going to die in the next few days. And I had to speak to him because I was Shit. on a charity mission thing. And I, I I was assigned to him. That's a terrible thing to say. But it was like you, you talked to Jose was his name. Yeah. So he couldn't speak. He just looked at me. He just nodded along. I don't think he could speak English. And all all I could do was talk. What you say? I don't really remember. I, was, I, I spoke about music. And I spoke about things I did in school. And just really kid stuff like to he didn't understand what I was saying but he was happy to hear it he understood the words stop and stare yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. but that that was one thing I wish I never seen never did yeah that's fucking I was rough. 16 that was that I my mom only actually said this to me I was over with my sister's two three three weeks ago she said, you never talk about that. She said, the minute you came home, you stopped talking. Wow. Yeah. It was not just because of that. It was the whole experience, but that was a big factor. Yeah. I was like, whoa. But that that's my thing. That's, Next question. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Uh, I don't think... Uh, do you have an outstanding personal thing slash goal you'd like to accomplish, like learning an instrument or writing a book, hobby type things along those lines? And do you think you'll get round to it? Yes, actually, I was thinking about this recently as well. One thing I want to do, hundred percent, is write a book based on something, as uh, somebody, but like an alter ego, mm. like a book based on somebody that doesn't exist. It's like a Carl Pilkington type. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I just want to write a book. It, it it would technically be a fictional autobiography, but as an element of comedy in it. Mm. But it would be real, and the comedy would like not real. That's it's fictional, but it's written about a person that could exist, if that makes sense. Yeah, and okay, some yeah. of the mad things that could happen in their life, and some of them would be funny, and some of them would be yeah. That's I'd absolutely love to do. Yeah, and it will be a hundred percent one thing I get around to do. Yeah, wow, it's always been a dream of mine to just make people laugh based on something that could exist but doesn't. <laughs> you're to, very to, fucking good at that yeah to make up something and go people to believe it get into the character it's basically like you know Steve Carell playing Michael Scott in The Office it's it's making a character yeah because in your own head you'd love to see him yeah and yeah. then people laugh at it and, and yeah become I don't know close to them yeah Jesus 
It's a hell of a question. But I want to do it in a book. I don't want to do it in a movie. Yeah, I've... Um, I, I think one of my... Probably my most long-term goal is to write a book. Yeah. Like, I, I sometimes get people saying to me, like, when are you going to write that book? Like, people in real life, and, and I'm just like, like, what the fuck do you think I am? I'm yeah. not going to fucking write a book. Like, you don't sit down and write a book. No, and, and people always say, like, oh, like, you're so articulate, like, you're so good at English, you, sh- you should have done English in college, and I'm like... like that is true. Like, yeah, all yeah. of that is true, but, like, fuck, am I going to get a book out of that? Like, yeah, no. Jesus, like... That would ruin you. Yeah, I don't think Irvine Welsh... If you don't have a career goal in mind for that particular thing, it'll ruin you. Yeah, you know? I think so. Some people, that's, I was saying to you, like, said to me, God, you're crazy. You know, you got to go to college. When I finished school, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Yeah. You are fucking mad, Kieran. You're mad, you're mad, you're mad. All these people, all these guys, did the lads from school all yeah. dropped out of college. Yeah. But I was the mad one. And now I'm doing something I absolutely love. Yeah, I'd actually love to do a separate podcast about that, or even if I could just write a book titled "How I Beat the System" and the fact that fucking, I fucking did it—that's for sure. Man, I fucking done it as well. Yeah, like, you did, hundred percent. The job I'm in now is not possible without the shit that I've done. To but fucking that's get that's here. the beautiful thing. Myself and Elle were saying whenever we meet back up, we because it's nothing is in the way but we just create things to be in the way and never meet up and stuff it's just yeah, yeah, typical yeah, fucking sense. grown up fucking it's Wednesday night yeah. I need to watch TV yeah, I know. <laughs> fuck off yeah, it's like, wow I have such a busy day I have to have a shower and then I have to that's gonna yeah, take man, my Netflix life. have uploaded The Punisher like mm. sorry <laughs> on the rare occasion when I get home at 6 o'clock the space between 6 and 10 for me is like Dude, I, I'd love I, to get home at 6 I know <laughs> yeah. doesn't fucking happen no sure yeah all this week I've been getting home at 10 yeah. It's a disaster. Yeah. But yeah, it's do everything and love it. <laughs> yeah, I, I the thing about writing a book, um one of my one of my biggest dreams is to like I fucking make podcasts and that's what I do. I used to be the guy that made FIFA videos and people were like, Oh, these FIFA videos are good. Um, you have personality you should do other types of videos I did that people are like oh these, these videos are good you should do podcasts I did that and now people are like whatever the audience gets smaller and smaller every time because I alienate people who like the actual gaming content which I just can't be bothered to make anymore but um, there's a guy called John Ronson I've spoke about him many times on the podcast I really fucking love him he's an author but the cool thing about him is he writes books and then he narrates them for the audiobook version. Yeah. And he's just recently done his own podcast series that's like, not like a, it's not like Joe Rogan. It's more like a, a serial type thing where it's yeah. like he's set out a list of episodes. And um, you sign up to Audible or whatever and you listen to them. And his voice is like fucking amazing. And just his, his, um, his prose, the way that he writes, he's fantastic. And like I can't wait to listen to that series. I haven't gotten to it yet because I have a lot to get to. But I'd love to do that. That's a good one. Corona's such a fucking. It's heavy as hell. It's gassy. Jesus, it's hard to fucking talk when you're drinking a lot. I think it's time we get a shot. Hold on. Okay, we've got more. There is uh, one more question. Actually, hold on. Sorry, because there's actually two. No, we got to answer everybody's questions that were good enough to write in. Well, there's there's one that really fucking matters. Okay. Okay. Mickey Brennan. As you were, or who built the moon? Now, it's really hard, because who built the moon only came out today. I know, but I think 
Now, this is a terrible thing to say because I haven't listened to the album in full as a whole. You scumbag. But I think I've heard what I need to hear from the album. Same. If that makes sense. Same, and I bet you we conflict. I bet you we disagree. I can imagine so. For me, I'm not going to compare them because they're non Like, you, you can't compare them. They're different, yeah. They're completely different. But for me, it's as you were. Yeah, I fucking knew it. Yeah. For me, it's who built the moon. Yeah. And why? Um, a hundred percent of the way, Noel is a better composer of music beyond being a, a songwriter. Um, like his persona, all of that stuff, he makes better music. That's he, fine. Um, I agree. Right, I absolutely agree. But do you know why I prefer as you were? Because you're because you have a commitment to being wrong. Is that why? Because I think Liam had more to say on this album. Great point, actually. That's why I very love it. good point. I yeah. think Liam was had a lot to talk about. He had more to Whereas lose Noel, as well. Absolutely, yeah. I think Noel was just going about his general fucking mm. writing about everything in an amazing way, and I, I love Noel. For that. Let's talk about this, right? Um, a great quote from Noel, um, and I, and I and I will talk at length about Liam's resurgence. A great quote from Noel Gallagher uh, on this press tour is. Noel what about reforming Oasis and Liam said this and Liam said that and Noel going I don't give a shit what he said Liam's over there I'm over here doing my thing and Liam's over there doing my thing oh right okay it's not wrong it's not wrong Liam goes out there he sings Live Forever who wrote Live Forever it doesn't matter he opens with rock and roll what does Liam say about Noel every time Uh, not much good stuff he's an amazing summer pissed on his head I pissed on his head one night. He says, every time he goes, he's an amazing songwriter and yeah. he always will be. Mm-hmm. But he's nothing without me. Oh. He does songwriting and I do rock and roll. It's and incorrect the two goes together. He's fucking right. Because Noel is boring now. Whether Noel, you like it or not. Noel sells out arenas though, whether you but like it or not. That's fine. So is Liam. Mm. Liam selling out arenas right now. Liam is doing stadiums right now. True. True. That is true. So... But Liam doesn't sell what Noel sells. I'm not disagreeing with you. I absolutely agree. But at the same time, Liam is... Noel is nothing without Liam. And Liam is nothing without Noel. Um, I, in, in the sense of true rock and roll, what Oasis were. Sure. Yeah. I, I think it's fair to say that in the modern world, uh, Noel is something without Liam. Liam is nothing without Noel. You just did as you were. Tell me it's a bad album. It's not a bad album. It's a fine album. It's just that his tour involves singing Noel songs, and he cannot get away from that. He cannot escape that. He can't do it's a tour. It's not his tour. Hang on, that's where you're wrong. No, it's not. Hang that's on, where hang I'm on, right. hang this on. Is, listen, this is where to I take the point home. Liam's tour revolves around singing Oasis songs. Yeah. Noel's tour revolves around singing Oasis songs. It doesn't. It does. It as doesn't. Well. But Liam, but you see, Liam hasn't had the opportunity to have three or four High Flying Birds albums. He has though He's had two BDI albums yeah, But that doesn't matter He Le- knows Liam, it was shit Liam has had as many Post Oasis albums As Noel has Liam went straight out of Oasis Full of cocaine Full of everything To just getting on stage And dancing around And, and so did It Noel. didn't matter about The fucking singing It didn't matter about the music It was Rock and fucking roll man You know It was fucking right Like fucking do it man That's not I think that's a cop out though Liam has come back To do what he did And what's the story, story Morning glory He's come back as an artist now but not so just is, as a rock and roll but so is Noel yeah that's what I'm saying I don't disagree I, with I you think, I think Noel, Noel's place is cemented in the mainstream far more than Liam's is 
I think I think it's a combination of you're trying to compare the two guys where they don't there is no comparison I don't think I am because Noel is an incredible songwriter and Liam isn't yeah Noel's an amazing musician and Liam isn't but that's precisely why I think Who Built the Moon is a better album than As You Were that's what I'm saying to you and my point was is that Liam just has more to say this time that's why I prefer no you're 100% I'm not saying there's anything to do with musicianship or vocals or singing or anything I just feel that Liam had something to say that I was more interested in than Who Built the Moon this this Liam album is the Liam album like post What's Story Morning Glory there is no more important album for Liam Gallagher's for what he has to say what he has to lose everything the last two BDI albums are fucking garbage and like we might as well just said and I I own them both I fucking purchased them both on CD like that's how retarded I am as a human they're they're garbage and I, I really like the roller but like let's face it it's a rip off of um Nobody told me there'd be days like yeah, these. Yeah, What's yeah. that song called? Um, Strange days indeed. Yeah, uh, most peculiar, Mama. I know Whatever song. that yeah, John yeah. Lennon track. That's fucking. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, it's a rip off of that. I need to fucking Google the name of that. But do you understand what I'm saying to you? I'm not saying that there's that melodic or music musicianship wise that I prefer about Liam's album it's just called Nobody Told Me it's like someone putting two books up and saying one's this and one's that when I'd say well I prefer to read that right now mm. because I just felt that Liam had something to say that I wanted to hear I, it's not saying that it's better than Noel's it was just like oh that one because I, I want to hear what he what he's going to say I agree know? right but see on, on this TV right here the uh, the Noel the High Flying Birds album is it right is on the it, cover right <laughs> Um, I fucking I'm so much more interested in an album cover that looks like a landscape that's on a, his wife that's his wife Sarah yeah, yeah. Th- this is like a it's, it's, this is like looking at a picturesque advert of a foreign planet there's five birds there that, that could be any fucking animal whatever and uh, the tracks the fucking album uh, the track titles on it like who built the moon just that as a yeah like Liam wouldn't fucking go there no no he like, because Liam is not a songwriter in inverted commas no he doesn't have that kind of I don't know what do you think is the best Oasis album post definitely maybe or what's the story I don't know I'm, I'm more a song man for mm. Oasis 100% like cause I dig be here now but I, I, I think Dig Out Your Soul had a lot of fucking tunes on it. Yeah. That it deserves to... And Liam wrote a couple of them. You see, I'm the same as I am with the Rolling Stones, the Beatles, uh, Oasis, Dire Straits, and ELO. Say those five. ELO. I'd be song men. Enola Gay. Huh? ELO wrote Enola Gay? No. OMD. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, ELO did Telephone Line, Strange Magic, uh, um, Evil Woman. What? Who did the uh, Mr. Sunshine song or Mr. Which? Was there not an ELO song called Mr. Sunshine or Mr. There could be. But that's the thing about me, I'm a song man. So I won't. I'll sit down and listen to the album in whole, but I don't know what the fuck. Mr. Blue Sky. Mr. Blue Sky, yeah. yeah. That's a That's fucking, ELO. That's yeah, a yeah. banger. Do you know Jeff Lynn is still touring? Mm, no. Yes, he's coming to Dublin next year. I will not be there. What? Dude. Jeff. Oh. Stone Sour are touring and they're not ne- coming to Ireland. You don't listen to Yellow, do you? 
I listen to Mr. Blue Sky. <laughs> right. And you're, I listen you're to... like me with a lot of bands, whereas you don't know what they are yet. Yeah. You just like a few songs. Yeah. ELO. My God, listen to ELO, everybody. Listen mm. to Telephone Line. Uh, there's a thing live in 2013, I think it is. It's in a studio. It's just him and the piano player. He does Telephone Line, Strange Magic, Evil Woman. Uh, what else does he do? Can't get it out of my head. Just an amazing, like, six-song acoustic session. And it's magic. Um, which singer... Which singer's death affected you the most? A singer? Or artist in general. Right, like, okay. it, like, say, it could be Lennon. Like, it, it doesn't have to be... Which, which recording artist's death affected you the most? Fortunately, I haven't lost a lot of my idols yeah. as such. Um, George Michael. No. That's a joke reference. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then I realized that he actually did fucking yeah, die. And now I feel terrible. Yeah. that's a, I, George Michael's a, uh, amazing. But yeah, yeah, sure. But isn't it, it is so George funny Michael. the way people are like, imagine, what, what's his most famous song? Faith. No, nah, apart from that. Don't let the sun go down on me. Uh, no, that's Elton John. Well, I, oh yeah, it is. But he does it with. Him. What's he has one uh, guilty feet have got no rhythm. Yeah, um, what's that called? Guilty feet ain't got no rhythm. Never wanna dance again. Uh, guilty feet. I can't remember. Yeah, hold on. Can we Google it? Uh, guilty feet have got no rhythm. Yeah, careless whisper. Careless right. Whisper, so, yeah. so like, imagine right the day before George Michael died, someone coming to you and saying, "Man, listen to careless whisper." It's the most emotional song yeah. ever. That wouldn't have happened. But then he died and people were like, it's a good song. And it is yeah. a good song. I don't deny it's that it's a good song. song yeah. But uh, I think a lot of people uh, feigning... What's your favourite George Michael song? Faith, obviously. Limp Biscuit. Last Christmas. No. I love it, man. It just gives me that Christmas buzz. <laughs> Christmas FM starts on the 29th of November. Faith, though. Fake, well, I yeah. guess it would be not. Like, if I could touch by Fred Durst. Yeah, I know. Like, it's the 90s. It's. I got a hug. Yeah, I remember singing that on, like, a fucking Thursday night in Empire where they're like, oh, no, it's old people's night or whatever they call it. Oh, yeah. They don't call it that. And they're just like. I, I remember going up and being like, this DJ is a cunt. He's only playing shit music. Here, would you play a bit of Backstreet Boys so that I can get a song I like? Mm. That's how shit it was. He was like, nah, I don't usually play that on a Thursday, mate. And I'm like, <laughs> do you ever get your face smashed in on a Thursday, mate? You <laughs> fucking stupid <laughs> cunt. <laughs> like, what music do you actually play, mm. you moron? Right. To end it. Mm. Best, wait. What's your favourite song at the moment? Ah, oh, Jesus. Right now, the last song you listened to that you went, oh man, I fucking love this song. Um, there's there's a band called Cam Cope. They're um, they're a band of I think they're all women, and uh, they've got this track called Lost Season One, and I've been banging on about it for honestly about a year and a half, and I still hear it, and I'm still like, oh, mm. there's something in that fucking song that gets me, um, and I I can't really think of anything that's, uh, listen, I'll just quickly type in, um. YouTube just to see if anything comes nah like that song yeah I still jam to that song I still mm. fucking 
come home from work and just yeah I think I think Cam Cope they're probably my favourite band at the moment yeah yeah what about you it's either there's two that I've been listening to religiously uh, three but I'll say two Noel Gallagher's version of Champagne Supernova live in Brazil mm. or Jeff Lynne's telephone line the telephone line ELO they're the two at the moment that just blew me away again really yeah because I heard them live in different forms so I was like wow that is such a good song yeah it just resurrected it you know what's the telephone line go like um is that the one that goes like do up do we do do up do I do it's funny because I was gonna do the Beyonce Lady Gaga song I'm gonna reach my telephone which is a banger do you know a telephone line Oh, telephone line, give me some time. No. 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 Man. Who sing? Just kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I, honestly, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Right. I think we're... Yeah, I think we're uh, we're ready to go and fucking hit the town. I think so. So, how did you find your second appearance on the Midnight Hour? It was incredible. Yeah. I went from sober to drunk very quickly. Same, dude. I reckon... Uh, We've got what, seven bottles each. We're lightweight, so we are about. Yeah, I don't drink much anymore. I think we're on our. Seven. Do you know the last midnight hour we did? We were sober, completely. Sober. Oh, completely sober. Yeah, we, we finished at about half two in the afternoon. That's yeah, right. yeah. We spent. That's right, actually. Yeah. We spent about three hours making the intro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Ah, the good old days. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's completely factually accurate. But yeah, no, tonight has been a. Great night. Yeah, I fucking really enjoyed it. And I to be honest, you. if the listeners have made it this far in and they haven't written a comment, yes, all the under fives are asleep by now. Yeah, but like, if you haven't commented by now, if you listen, if you've heard the end of this podcast, what words should they leave in the comment? Mm. What 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 did we touch on that we that would be relevant to the start and the end? Festive. Festive. I think I think I think we just there was nothing festive about the podcast, no, obviously. No. But I think that people commenting the word festive repeatedly would create a very interesting atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, because this was not festive at all. In no, fact, I don't think we even mentioned Christmas once. I did. I said Christmas FM. Yeah, and you're right too. Yeah. Christmas FM is a radio station, so you know. Festive. Yeah, festive. Leave the word yeah. festive in the comments section. Just comment saying festive. And if you do. I'm personally the first person that does it I'm going to buy them something on AliExpress <laughs> and I'm going to send it to them that uh, is 100% true I will send you something and it will be delivered to your door in 4 to 6 weeks yeah it will be <laughs> you'll get it in 2019 so in the future if you comment the word festive and the comment the word festive and the best part of today's podcast, Ooh, I will send you nice. the randomest item for over, I'll spend $20. Nice. And that's a lot on AliExpress. Yeah, that is a lot. So there you go. You could be getting anything. They could be getting a holster for their For a gun you don't own. I tell you what, I spent $20 on AliExpress and I got four t-shirts. Dollars. $20. <laughs> hey, you got a problem with the way that I said the word dollars, you motherfucker? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so 20 quid on an item that you don't have any choice in. I don't. You're just going to have to give me your address. 
And what all they have to do is say the word festive followed by their favourite part of this podcast. Wow. That's yeah. a good deal. Man. It's a very good deal. Yeah. Gonna comment that myself. <laughs> yeah, just make a profile. <laughs> What's your address? Hell, that's you. <laughs> I know where you live, man. Nah, dude. Someone else moved no, in. it's my roommate. Yeah. He just, he listened to it. He probably can't sleep. He's probably... <laughs> Who cares? Yes. YOLO. But yeah, I think that's it. That's it. Mm. Did you just drop the mic? <laughs> <laughs> I think the mic dropped me. Grant. And I will as well. Whoever comments best. Hungry hands Turning soft and As he stood out there cold Like these autumn leaves I don't have nothing to hold Handsome smiles Wearing handsome shoes We're too young to say Though I swear he I hear him singing while he sits there in his chair Now these autumn leaves float around everywhere And I look at you And I see me Still live on in my phone.